What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. to the 74th episode of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk. And with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. But his window down there is a little smaller than usual because we also have a guest this week, Meowbaka from Hot Ski Patrol. What's going on, guys? How's it going? Hey. Glad to be here. Thanks for joining. Yeah. Yes, totally. Of course. How's your week begun, guys? The uh, is the turkey wearing off yet? Having some uh, recovery. We do we do uh, ham holiday ham family here. Yeah, uh, we oh, do. Yeah? We do brisket. Uh, none of us are big turkey fans, so <laughs> I'm loving it. Beagle Squadron. Beagle Squadron is They've already gone on. Crazy. It. Yeah. Wonderful. I don't. The funny thing is, all three of us here did not have turkey. We had, uh... I'll return. <laughs> all right, man, all right. Vehicle squadron, out of control tonight. <laughs> the, uh, none of us had turkey, it seems like, because I had uh, filet mignon, and it was amazing. So, I didn't have to wait for turkey to wear off. But I also meant no, uh, no leftover sandwiches, so... All right. Well, but with the with the ham, you get ham sandwiches for days. See, I I'm a, I'm a bigger fan of ham than turkey, so I'd be all about that. Just saying. So, well, man, why don't you tell us about yourself and uh, what is the cool things you do in this community? All right. Yeah. Sure. So I'm uh, Meow Baka, not Mew Baka. Uh, as you called me last week, but uh, <laughs> you know, representing Hot Ski Patrol, we are three guilds. So we are Hot Ski Patrol, Hot Rescue, Hot Ski Rescue, and then our third guild is trying to be renamed. They're Forgotten Warriors, but they're um, trying to get the name uh, Hot Tauntaun Patrol. So <laughs> nice. <laughs> but with uh, EA's awesome customer service, it's uh, taken a little bit longer to get that. Uh, that name change done so what no, so we're, we're, sm- we're yeah so we're we're small independent in the old um collection score leaderboard we used to be a top 20 guild but then when uh, uh territory battles started and all the big guilds coalesced <laughs> yeah we dropped a little but we're, we're still hanging in there with the the heavyweights yeah for sure i think you guys are within 10 to 15 ranks above us 
somewhere there. Yeah. You guys are what? 113, 114? 120. I think we'll hit 120 tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Oh, do you know what I'm thinking of? The team we're fighting in Territory Wars. <laughs> They're at 113. Yeah. So 120 Very and nice. hopefully 42 stars next, uh, next light side territory battle. Very nice. Very nice. I'll tell you a funny story and go off the rails like I like to do. But uh, you're talking about changing uh, guild names, right? When uh, we're our in-game name is Shattered Order, but the original name of our guild, the guild, the one we all go by, where if you find a Shattered Order person in the wild, you're going to see an L S O in front of their name, and a lot of people are like, "What the hell is that L for?" Well, the original name of the guild was Last of the Shattered Order, kind of a homage to Jedi. And uh, when I went to put in the guild name, the day guilds came out, it would not let me put that name in, even though it fit in the wording. And here's why. Because the guild name had the word the in it. The word the was banned out of guild names. Really? Yeah. But now you go and go look at guilds now, and I've seen plenty of them with the word the in there, and it just irks me every time. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah, so so with Hosky Patrol, um, the the thing that I've done there is I do I started the uh, the Hothski report, and that was just kind of a fun idea that I'd been kicking around in my head. Um, mm-hmm. For those that played Destiny and followed the Destiny Reddit, there was a Destiny Legal News <laughs> that, you, that used to be on the the Destiny Reddit, and I I always enjoyed that, and so that was sort of my inspiration. That's where I got the idea from. So nice. So now I'll just kind of bang those out in one night and share it with the guild and they'll uh they'll give me a yay or a nay (laughs) well we've been talking about y'all stuff for quite a while uh you always come up with these nice beautiful images and we've actually shown them on a couple live streams and kind of talked about it uh it's always really good stuff pretty insightful it's always a great quick reference to just check out and get some good information so awesome Big fans. Yeah, awesome. definitely. Yeah. I'm we glad definitely that they're, appreciate they're that. Useful. See, and I make those because in our guild, I'm one of the lower galactic power, so I'm, I'm one of the weaker guys, and so I, I have to make these guys for myself <laughs> to try and ha- hang with the heavyweights. So, gotcha, so I, gotcha. So my thing is like, hey, if I can be doing 113 waves, then you guys don't have an excuse. Yeah, that's no kidding. That's a good idea. <laughs> Makes sense. I'm laughing at people uh, talking about you bringing up Destiny because I've done it multiple times on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I so, didn't bite. I didn't bite on two. So. Well, oh uh, well, if you read any of the reviews and what's going on right now, you're probably better off. <laughs> yeah, that's so. I, th- I think I made a, the right choice. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Very cool. Well, we have a bunch of questions we usually ask our guests. But we have moved that to the end right before trivia. So we got, we're going to grill you a little bit there before we play trivia. But uh, okay. right. So prepare yourself. You might want to... <laughs> this is a transition here. You might want to prepare yourself by drinking that beer you got. So the question <laughs> really is, what beer are you drinking? So my guildmates might be uh, getting tired of me posting the, uh, this little Heimdall open the Bifrost meme. It's a dog in a Thor costume. So it's a, this is Bifrost. Nice. So by Legion, they're, nice. it's their winter holiday. So have not had that it's one. It's good stuff. It's really I good. I have not had that one. 
But I do it's like winter bitter. stuff. What about you, Dan? Yeah. What are you drinking? Well, as people may see on the live stream here, as usual, I got this <laughs> gigantic wine glass of sangria from... And it's the good stuff, you know, because I like to do it that way. But it's it's the Costco Sangrio. Sangrio. Costco Sangria. So there's that. I still need to find me a bottle of that stuff because it sounds delicious. For, <laughs> I'm telling you, a liter and a half for $6 That's is the best deal you're ever going to get. Hard to beat. Hard to beat. Yeah. Yeah, so. I am. Uh, so I am sitting here drinking my eggnog and I'm out of rum. So I am going with Jack. But it is still extremely delicious. Well, that's an interesting combination. So the question is, over the time in the podcast, do the two alcohols separate? Do you have a stir stick? <laughs> right here. There's a spoon. Definitely don't want to I knew, I knew it. Yeah. Because the only time I've had rum and eggnog not pre-mixed, it was just, I'd go to take a drink and it would be all rum. Yeah, it'll separate <laughs> like, oh, very quickly. <laughs> well that's good well sweet well let's get into our little uh plugs here real quick but uh, i want to say thanks to all our patreon subscribers the new ones this month dr she sith jodocast turner vaobi and tyrk thorn once again we appreciate you and for everyone else out there that may not be a patreon is thinking about it it's at patreon.com slash shattered order but we appreciate everyone else that listens to this podcast, even if you're not a Patreon, because without you, if, if we were doing this, we'd be talking to ourselves, which I did that for years and uh, it wasn't as satisfying. So <laughs> nowhere near as satisfying. For <laughs> the, sure. uh, but if you don't want to become a patron, that's fine. But if you could do us a favor and leave some feedback on the podcast in your iTunes reviews on Stitcher reviews. Just send us an email at the shattered order dot or the shattered order at gmail.com. There you go. Yep. Any of those ways you want to talk to us, we will take that feedback and we will run with it. So we appreciate that. Absolutely. Why don't you tell us about this other part here? Um, so our podcast is now also sponsored by Audible. Uh, you can actually get a free audiobook if you go to audibletrial.com slash shattered order. Uh, it's part of amazon so if you have an amazon account you can use that sign in you can get a free audiobook by going to that link just by doing the free 30-day trial um i just finished the thrawn book this week uh you may have been able to get through the podcast last week and heard me talk a little bit about that i'm not sure but the thrawn book uh is really good in the audio um you know, the sound effects and the different voices and stuff is really really good highly suggest it but there's also like Inferno Squadron and a ton of other Star Wars books. So if you want to, go check that out. Yes, very awesome. I look forward to doing it to it. Doing it myself. I haven't done it yet, but uh, I do kind of want to hear that Thrawn book. And it's yeah, perfect it's good. for uh, driving to work and back. So It's actually kind of made me a Thrawn fan. I got a notice from the library. I, I borrowed the Thrawn book. <laughs> and it's, it's way overdue. And if I had just done it through Audible, I probably would have had the book done a long time ago. But yep, now I'm incurring probably. all these late fees. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, God. Not good. It's been a while since I've had library late fees, but uh, 
at least when I remember being a kid, they sucked. Because I'm sure that that ten dollar allowance every week, if seven or eight dollars of it was going to pay for the book that I never read that was sitting on my bed at home, <laughs> I wouldn't be too happy. Um. So, but uh, there's another thing. Sorry, man. I'm excited about this. Go for but, it. Uh, we always say every week, if you want to join our Discord, to go to our Twitter account, go to the bio. There's a never-ending invite in the bio on Twitter. Well, now you can just cut out that step because I have created a link that you just have to type into your browser and it'll take you right to it. So if you go to discord.com, or sorry, I'm already screwing it up, discord.me slash shattered order, it'll take you right to an invite to our Discord and you can come hang out with us. A lot of awesome people in there and we have a lot of fun so if you're into that discord.me slash shattered order jump right in with us and uh wink why don't you explain this next one because it, it's kind of what happened to you last week while i was on vacation uh okay so if you listened to last week's podcast or maybe didn't and just started listening to it totally understand we had some technical difficulties from complete and total hell um so basically what happened was last week when we started to do the podcast, we started having some technical issues and uh, something screwed up and there was like a bunch of feedback going into my mic and that's what caused the audio issues. We were also not on YouTube because apparently my internet doesn't have enough bandwidth to actually, you know, support a live stream. Go figure. And essentially what happened was the program we use OBS to do all that was using that, and the internet was essentially losing connection, and it would kick off and then kick back on, and when the internet would come back, OBS would reconnect, and it would start a new stream, because every time you stop and then start, it creates an entirely new stream. Well, apparently YouTube considers that spamming their website, and so the next day, Uh. we got a strike from YouTube, and then, like, two days later, we got an indefinite ban because we apparently got multiple strikes over that same situation. We did an appeal, and, um, yeah, it was uh, just it's the fact, The very fact that it was one incident where this happened spread over multiple videos from the one incident... And we got three strikes from that that banned the total, the account outright, is what drives me nuts. Yeah. If, if we got the one strike for that, I'd be fine because it would drop off in a month. Yep. Then on top of that, but there's the other part to it, right? Oh, you're banned. You can appeal this. So you went in, filed an appeal, and they still denied the appeal and pretty much just said, you can't have your account back. Please don't make any other accounts. You're not allowed. The most irritating so part like, about the appeal was I made the appeal like Saturday afternoon and like five or six hours later on a Saturday of a holiday weekend, got something back saying your appeal's been denied. <laughs> did anyone ever look? Did anyone look it over at all? Like, <laughs> it's such bullshit. <laughs> I'm uh, so anyway, to transition into we now have a Twitch, and this is what we are doing the live stream on now. It's actually really awesome. Um, I think I like it better than YouTube so far. You did a live stream earlier this week about, you know, some big furry character that we'll talk about later. 
And oh, we'll, we'll get to him. And I was actually able to get on my phone on the Twitch app, watch it. Like I could listen to it while working. I could check the chat. All of that works amazing on the app. So that is a really great way to check out the live streams if you want to. Um, you can actually do it from your phone super easy now. Yep. It's pretty great. I am enjoying Twitch now that we are using it. The two live streams I've done earlier this week were flawless. They went off without a hitch. Had a lot of fun doing it and uh, showing off my new character we're going to talk about. But uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm pretty sure the hot ski patrol will be down with uh, this character. Or uh, he might be their mortal <laughs> enemy. I don't know. But uh <laughs> Maybe in a year when we can finish finally finish farming them. <laughs> yeah, that too. You know. Well, finishing off the uh, intro slash news, twitter.com slash shattered order. That's our Twitter. And uh, one last promo for our listener intro contest. So if you've been listening to us for a while, you know we usually have a listener record themselves saying... You're li- this is Blah Blah from the Blah Blah Guild. You're listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Well, right now we have a contest going on that if you want to be funny with it, create something funny to intro to our podcast and send it in to the Shattered Order at gmail.com. The funniest one is going to win. Right now we have some pretty good contenders, but uh, there's two weeks left. So if you're listening and you've done an intro before and want to do a funny one now, you can. You still got time to win that $20 gift card of your choice. And if you've never done it before, you've never even listened to the podcast, that might make it even funnier. So if you've got something you want to throw in, go right ahead. The Shattered Order at gmail.com. Just record a little 15 to 20 second clip and uh, we'll see who wins. So. Yeah, there have been some really good ones kind of trolling us about things we've said on the podcast and stuff like that. <laughs> it, they've been really good, so. Yes, for sure. Yeah. All right. So I did the notes. I did the notes for this show this afternoon so that we would be ready to go when it t- came time. We could just set up the video with Miyawaka, get everything going, be ready to go. And within an hour of us starting the podcast, they pushed out a hotfix. And uh, Meow uh, sent us that, sent me a message saying, hey, uh, you probably want to update your notes because they just dropped some news. And uh, boy, did they. So um, the first part of it was about Dark Side Territory Battles, but we're going to go over Dark Side Territory Battles a little bit in depth on this episode. So I'm going to save that part till we get down into that section. But... Uh, they also did some talking about territory wars. So, as we know, Dark Side Territory Battles rewards kind of <laughs> had some hiccups, right? Anyone? Hey, yeah. so Mailbaka, did you get your uh, territory battle rewards? So, I got mine. We had several in our three guilds that did not get theirs. You know, they were <clears throat> uh, the Eager Beavers on right at the crossover. So, they got locked out. Yeah, so uh, they apparently with the way Territory Wars ends tomorrow and the way the next one starts right after it, like literally at the same time, they were worried that they might have issues with the delay in payouts for Territory Wars. So they're pushing back Territory War times for this next one an hour. So for me, it always uh, reset at 10 a.m. 10 a.m.? 
Yeah, whatever. Whatever time it is for you that resets, push an hour on that, and the next one's going to be resetting at those times going forward. And they're doing that to avoid uh, reward issues, to try to keep any issues from coming up but going between events so that uh, the public outrage is lessened a little bit there. That is a not that uh, I don't think not what, getting what rewards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. Not that I don't think you know not getting territory re- battle rewards after that specific territory <laughs> battle is not something to rage about. So yeah, people were salty as hell, which you know I would be too. Like I get yeah. it, but yeah. Fittingly, yeah. fittingly, our our guildmate Darth Saltius was. Uh, was one oh, of the God. ones who got who got shafted on the rewards, and uh, so he was uh, throwing an extra bit of salt around. Oh man, was it? <laughs> That's rough. Yeah, it's like it's like your name was built in to make it happen. <laughs> Ouch! It's because it's because he complained too much. <laughs> it's a great name, though. Yeah. So uh, there was. So- uh, something I wanted to touch on that I thought was really odd about the way they did starting times on this. So, like, there was no way to use your rewards to adjust your team before the territory war started. Yeah. Like, that just seems odd, I thought. There was no way to what? I missed it. So, What'd you say? Uh, between the end of the Dark Side territory battle and the beginning of territory war, there is zero time to... You know, adjust your teams at all with, uh, you know, the rewards you get and everything. Just oh, okay, yeah, not good. So well, with this update, apparently now, like you're saying, you'll get an hour to do that, yep. if anything, because those lot those a whole hour, a whole yeah. hour. So That's if you're not busy no during that one hour, you're good to go. Or if rewards <laughs> don't get delayed, you know, like 24 hours or something, but. Yeah. 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 Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> what a what a crappy deal that is. So Here's... Uh, every week, you know, they give us something really secretive about what's coming ahead. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, this next sentence is just c- completely clouded mystery. No idea what they're talking about. The character requirements <laughs> for Ray's hero's journey are coming next week. Yeah, I was really hoping that would be this week, to be honest. Yeah. But at least we know when it's coming. I, I do know that the game changers are all making a trip out to Sacramento next week. Oh. And, and so I figured that they were probably going to be doing some uh, uh, Ray's Journey stuff out there. That That'll would make sense because we've pretty much hit everything else big that was coming now at this point. Yeah. So, so, uh, are you farming the Chewy and Han? Just trying to get a head head start on this whole deal, if that's what it is, or not? Not just Chewy and Han. So I've been uh, a little paranoid. So I've been going uh, Millennium Falcon, and Chewy and Han. So I knew I, that was coming. I've, I've scaled back. I've yeah. I've scaled back to uh, just the one hundred refreshes in Cantina because I'm. I'm like within a week of finishing them off, so nice. So I think I'll be good. I've been, I've been using the the Falcon and Fleet at six star. It's pretty good. Oh, really? Enjoying that? Yeah. I fought one the other. Day. I actually just unlocked the Falcon on my B account today. Haven't got a chance to play with it yet though. So 
be interested to see what that's all about now that it finally came farmable and could get it. Yeah. But yeah, that's oh man. I I have so many things working against me for Ray that I'm just not I've resolved myself to the idea that I'm probably not gonna get her because uh I have BB eight at six stars. I missed out on BB-8 at seven stars by about a week and a half. So if BB-8 doesn't come back, I'm already boned anyway. (laughs) But uh, I got Han to five stars during double drops. In one day, I got... um, And then the next day, I did Chewie. Well, Chewie decided he wasn't going to drop like Han was. Yeah. So he only got halfway to five stars. And like, if you watch the live streams this week, I uh, did a couple sims on... uh, on veteran Chewy, just to have people guess what the number I was going to get was. And let's say uh, 13 Sims, I got three shards. One of those times was nine Sims that got zero. So yeah. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. Yeah. So I'm still working on Chewy's fifth star. Still need, you know, 185 for both of them at this point. I don't know. I don't know, man. Yeah. It, How about you, I, Wink? It's tough. I'm at 50 out of 85 for Han and 23 out of 85 for Chewy. Um, but I've got quite a few crystals saved back. I'm trying to keep them, you know, uh, getting their shards at about the same rate. Um, but I've been doing pretty well in Ships Arena lately, so that's been helping that farm time. I'm just doing the three 100 refreshes and then buying the shards after that because I think it's more efficient. So... Uh, just hoping to have enough time to get them. Yeah, I yep. um, I, I run resistance in in arena still, holding on to that. Wow. So uh, I've 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 told myself I have to get Ray. Yeah, you, you definitely do. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I'll be curious to see what she does with that team because I mean BB8 certainly. He was kind of a game changer for that team, and um, I'm sure Ray will be as well. Hopefully. I'll be curious to see if Finn will still be the primary leader for a resistance team, at least in Arena. Yeah. If he isn't, man, what a a kick in the balls, because (laughs) he's so good now. I guess it would just depend on where you're using him and what they're doing, because the resistance is Finn's leadership, you know? Yep. That is true. Be interesting. Well, sweet. Well, I want to talk about my big furry friend that I unlocked this week. So, um, you know, we talked about on this podcast in the past what to do with your guild of what we were going to do with our guild event store earnings. And uh, I know me and Eric or Nika decided that we were just going to save and see, you know, what happens. And, um, you know, then we would just be able to drop it any day that we wanted to on whatever we wanted to. And uh, that day came because the day the Wampa came out, I decided that I was going to buy him to seven star without question after watching some of the game changer videos and the amount of damage that dude was doing and the very little, very little uh, synergy he needs to be in a team. So basically the fact that he can... He can fit in any team. There are ones that will make him even better, but I'm pretty excited about this dude. So, uh, Wink, I know you bought Hoda. What have you been doing with your Guild Events store stuff there, Meow? So I have 
you know, I'm a little behind on the gear game. So I've been using it to buy Carbontes, uh, MK5 syringes, and then the uh, um, some stun cuffs to try and try and catch up and get all my uh, all my hot or my uh, Rebel heroes geared up to gear 12 or gear 11, so I can uh, compete in territory battles. Gotcha. I've not put I've not put anything into Yoda or to uh Wampa. I, that's out. how I was on my B account. Uh I was just buying gear on that cuz that my B account's 1.3 million galactic power I think, so it's been it's only about a year old account as opposed to my launch account, but the the allure of that gear from that uh from that store just to keep moving things faster was too much. The only reason I slowed down on that was because once they added the extra gear in the guild store and the shard shop, I felt like I didn't need to buy as much from there as opposed to getting it out of the shard shop or the guild store at that point. Yeah. I, I've stopped buying gear um, for now just because I'm, I'm thinking, hey, what if we have a, a Jedi Luke journey? And part of that journey is you have to have Wampa, Hermit Yoda... So I think at some <laughs> point I'm going to have to seven-star these guys. That wouldn't surprise yeah, I'm, me. Uh, the Hermit Yoda one is the one that I uh, I can see for sure. My only thing to that is how long did it take to get CLS, right? So if we were to get Luke, it would probably be in a time frame where I could probably have Wampa and Hoda at seven-star at that point. So Probably. It'll probably be like next winter during the dead season when there's not a whole lot going on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Once, once we're claiming or clamoring for more content like we were, you know, four months ago. No one's so, doing that now. No, they are not. <laughs> it's the opposite, actually. But... uh just a few little uh, overviews. I got Wampa to five star, immediately got him to gear nine, and uh, did a live stream of him get gear nine in Galactic War. Um, I was impressed with him against Rebels. His t attacks on non-Rebels were kind of left a little to be desired. Basically was hitting for four to five K on crit, nine K on crits at gear nine, but... Uh, I now have him at gear 11, waiting to get to gear 12 when he gets 7-starred, and he he hits both Rebels, well, Rebels to get the extra 100% damage, so he'll hit for anywhere from 25 to 40k on those guys now, along with 14 or 10 to 15 on a basic non-crit um, against anyone else, so this so that's, dude... That's gear 9? That's gear 11. Oh, gear 11. Okay. Once I got him to gear 11. So the gear, the gear nine was a little lower and I was really hoping that would change once I got to gear 11 and it did. So I was happy about that. But, uh, I, uh, also Zeta'd his unique cornered beast on the live stream. Um, that's the one that gives you the 5% extra counter, 5% health steal and 5% offense for every dot. And Yeah. That one is, it's pretty awesome. For every dot on him? For every dot on the opposing team. So he puts out dots on his basic. <laughs> nice. Yeah, puts out dots on his basic. But that led us to start theory crafting on the live stream. And uh, 
Wink, why don't you tell us about this first one? Because it was your idea. Uh, the thing that I thought would be really interesting because of that Zeta was an IG-88 lead. So his leader ability gives out 20% crit chance and inflicts a dot every time somebody lands a critical hit. So if you start out with the IG-88 lead and then kind of started building characters around that that, you know, have decent potency and land crits, like maybe a Han Solo, Commander Luke, Mm -hmm. um, you're obviously going to have Wampa in there, and then kind of maybe add a few more characters in, you could really start handing out quite a few dots, and, you know, every dot's 5% offense. I mean... You get ten dots out there, which is just two on each character. That's like that's offense up. So, yeah, um, I'm. I tested that team in the last arena battle I did on the live stream, and between all the crits, between uh, Han and IG88's AOE, along with the dots from Wampas, just as basic. Everyone had like two or three on them, so he was hitting pretty hard. The problem was IG-88 was gear 10, but he's squishy as hell, so he went... he Han shot him first, and he was literally red from the first shot. So from the beginning of that battle, he was pretty much screwed. Yep. So if I were to try that team again, I'd want to bump IG-88 at least to gear 11 to try probably needs to be gear 11 to even be viable with that team but the the idea behind the theory on that just is really interesting to me because just the fact to add a dot for a crit which happens all the time and anyone can do would put out a lot of dots for wampa's basic so yes and then the other one is the one that most people thought of when he came out and they saw that zeta and it is the the Zader lead because those dots never fall off and you can continue to add them. So that is the one that I'm going to try next because I had Vader a lot closer to gear 11 than IG 88. So I should have Vader to gear 11 tomorrow, probably even close to gear 12. And I'm going to throw him in to the arena and see what happens. That'll be cool. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. I think I'm going to gear up my Boba too to throw him in there again. Just kind of be old school, but the just, fact that he throws the uh, he throws out dots on his basic too, and he's just regularly awesome anyway. And can double tap. I mean, he could attack once with his. You know, just you do you choose his basic, and he could inflict four dots under yep. an IG88. Well, under an IG88 lead at least. But yeah. Yeah, so he's another one that in your IG-88 team would be good. Now, another person I want to throw out there, just because I'm crazy and people (laughs) like when I go crazy with this, but uh, I'm actually thinking of gearing up my Gamorrean Guard past Gear 9, where I stopped when I realized he sucked when I unlocked him when he first came out. But I'm actually thinking of using Gamorrean Guard again, and I'll tell you why. Because A, his basic does two dots, B, the part that made him a crappy character, in my opinion, was the fact that instead of taunting first, he always (laughs) used a second special, and by the time he taunted, everyone was dead. So, but the thing about his, if he doesn't taunt, he will use the expose ability he has, the second special, which also helps the Wampa, because if someone is exposed and the Wampa hits him, it stuns them. So... 
Gamoran Guard can do the exposed thing first. That's fine. If he's, it's still there when Wampa goes, they'll stun whoever it is. Then on top of that, his taunt is awesome for the dots that he puts out. So his basic does two dots. If he were to taunt, he gets retaliation plus 20% protection. So if he's, every time he's getting hit, if he's not stunned, he's going to throw out two more dots. So every time someone hits him, he's throwing out more and more dots. So I just think he'd be interesting. Probably not practical, but interesting with the Wampa because of all the extra dots that he can put out. So if I decided to pull out old Ben, or not old Ben, uh, General Kenobi for another tank, he would be the first one I tried just to see. But uh, that would require a lot of resources to get him up there to try it. But uh, these are the things that go on in my head. So, as far as arena teams go, I'm going to transition this into arena discussion because, Meow, you told me about your team and I was immediately interested since I'd never heard about it. But uh, I'll just tell you mine real fast. I kind of moved into... I basically moved Beirut out of my old team. So now it's CLS, uh, Zetahan, uh, R2-D2. I threw in Kenobi and now I use the Wampa. And uh, that team... I think over the span of 24 hours only dropped six spots. Wow. In that time, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. I'm it's either people it's either good on defense or people are afraid to fight it because usually if I ever snuck down to the mid 30s, I would be back up in the 60s within 5 hours. So Yeah, once once you get the uh past a certain point uh and you're exposed to the the un unclean masses you're uh you drop <laughs> yeah. pretty pretty precipitously once yeah. it's like not the between four or five ranks but it's like 10 to 11 people are like all right how high can i get you're the dude <laughs> yeah, totally Yep. those five and nine spots are dangerous to be in around payout time <clears throat> yeah yeah exactly so uh let's go with meow why don't you tell us about your squad? Yeah, so I'm running CLS or not. Uh, I, I have CLS, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not running them. I've refused to follow the meta. I've stuck with my resistance team. Uh, they were the first team that allowed me to climb all the way up to one. So I've I've uh, been faithful to my Zeta Finn. Um, I ran just resistance with uh, Ray for a long time, but I switched to Raidhan once he got his rework. But now. Um, uh, on the recommendation of Subi from the Guild Durastil, he said, "Hey, take Thrawn, run him at high sp- as high speed as you can, and then with your opening move, um, give your slower with higher potency Poe turn meter." And so now I've 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 had some better luck with that. I can still climb up, take number one, but with the uh, the five p.m. payout, it's it's a little bit harder, but I, I climbed back up through the Thanksgiving weekend, so to hit my, my top three, number one payout. But uh, I got some good shard mates, and uh, but uh, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the the drop can be can be rough sometimes. If I if I'm not able to to be on and, and hit my payout, I'll you know drop into the 30s and 40s, and then the, the next day I log on and I'm in the hundreds. Oh jeez! So, ooh. ooh. Yeah, the climb so, begins again. So, Jedi Ray, come on. <laughs> don't, don't let me down. Right? 
<laughs> yeah, those resistance teams are fun as hell, but that, yeah. I mean, they're just, they don't operate yeah. well under the AI. And then you're throwing yeah, another it's... thing in there with, I mean, you're basically getting a 25% chance of Thrawn to give turn meter to the person you want to give turn meter to, so. Yeah, That's... yeah. And, um, but I, but my original arena team was Ewoks and I loved them, had tons of fun. And, and so I, I kind of like running just whatever team and we, I've got a, Guildmate Old Beer Wonk Kenobi, who's running Phoenix Squadron right now, and he's uh, he's kicking CLS ass with that. It's got uh, it's all the Zetas, and he's leaves off Ezra. So I was going to so, ask if they had the Zetas because I know that those adding those in there would actually make it a lot more uh, plausible to yeah. be fighting up there because as as is that's why they needed those Zetas, you know. Yeah, they're pretty. But decent. so. So as far as you, you said, forgive me if I missed it. You said resistance with Thrawn, but who are you leaving out and who are you leaving in? Oh yeah, so I'm I'm running R two to get the stat boost, and so with with I run Thrawn at two sixty nine, so pretty fast, and then I've slowed down R two and Poe to so so they have better spat uh, better better potency, and R two has better stats to share, and then Zeta Finn obviously leading and and resistance trooper, you have to have him. Mm-hmm. So, that's my that's my resistance squad. Have and, you and I, in the in the background? I've been trying to build the like the Thrawn leader Empire squad. I've got I just need a um, Krennic. I've got him at gear nine. So I'm I've been trying to build that in the background, but I've I've put it on hold while <laughs> we get ready for Jedi Ray. Like those things always happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I got him to gear nine today, and then they drop some news on you. are like, oh, crap. Yeah, I'm just w- waiting for Rancor rewards to finally come in my favor. <laughs> oh, man. Aren't we all? I have, on my B account, I think I have five people waiting for Droid Caller Savage. Or, yeah. yeah, Droid Caller sa- Salvage. Yeah, it's yeah. frustrating. I'm like, I have a Droid Caller ready, but I can't do anything with it because I need to have it if I ever need it. But I have over <laughs> 1,100 salvage of those freaking boom boxes. The boom boxes. Sca- or scanners. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And freaking like, I boom boxes. Man. I literally can't get rid of them quick enough. Like, I've gotten them for, I think, eight raids straight now. And in there, I got a fully crafted one. That was really exciting. It's I'm, I'm just checking my, my Rancor results right now. The one we just ran, and I got a, a crafted furnace, so and sixteen. Nice. Hey, so at least it wasn't wow. a crafted uh, boombox because no kidding. The, this is the best. Okay, off the rails again, but I'm doing it. Boomboxes, boomboxes. They give you the most of. They seem to pop up as a full piece of gear all the time, and the problem I have with them is they're the easiest thing to make. Yep. Like, you literally need the garbage pieces that you can get really fast. But the ones you can never get are the ones that once you get the salvage, if you didn't pre-craft the other crap, now you're waiting, you know, a half a day to get that done. It drives me nuts. And so by the time you're ready to use Boombox Salvage, you've already got two or three full ones, so you'll never even get to the freaking salvage. Yeah, that's it's frustrating. <laughs> uh if you don't know, uh, I have a 
long-running history on this podcast of ranting about boomboxes. Yeah, we both do. We hate them. <laughs> uh, so I do have a question, though. Since you are using R2 in a resistance team, I mean, have you considered simply just making Poe faster since he does get a, a bit of a potency boost from R2? So I used to, like, I used to run him at, at 267. Um, but, and then I would run, I had it timed. So, so Poe would go first and then I would go, uh, Thrawn at 254 and R2 at 253. And then if there's a, a CLS, I will just purposely not, not hit an exposed enemy so that Thrawn would get his next turn in, uh, before CLS and then fracture CLS and then just go to work on the rest of the, the team or general Kenobi. Um, I don't even need Thrawn for General Kenobi because they're pretty easy for resistance. Um, so I used to run him. I used to run Poe pretty fast, but now, but but his potency was around fifty percent. So I, I think I've got him bumped up to about sixty percent and running at two forty nine. So okay. Um, but but so then the, the catch is if the other team has a Han, yeah, and I've got a twenty percent chance that he's going to stun my Thrawn, and then. Um, so then I have to look at at uh, how fast is their is their fastest and is it is it faster than my Poe? So yeah, you're gambling so. at that point. <laughs> yeah, totally. But then if I make my Poe too fat faster and slow down my Thrawn, you know I could have the same problem where they um, they stun my Poe right off the bat. Yeah. Hmm. And that would be disastrous. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but no, it's it's a, it's a fun team. Um, you can you can beat basically anybody. Um, but RNG does does play into it, and you fall. You you can lose to anybody real easy, like like fighting somebody with a wet paper bag on their face. So now in territory <laughs> in territory wars, I've like specifically targeted resistance teams on defense because uh, you know they're pretty easy to go against. Yeah, that's that's. We'll talk a little bit about territory wars if we get the time at the end. But the uh, that's why I will not put them on defense ever. <laughs> like if I'm gonna pick teams, like my resistance are all gear eleven, awesome team. But as far as teams on my on my roster that are highly geared, they're one of the best. But they're not going ever gonna be on defense. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, How about you wink? Sorry. So Go ahead. Just, the, the, the Rex leads were pretty tough for, for Poe. Um, mm-hmm. so now, oh, now, yeah. with C, now with CLS, they're, they're a little bit easier um, That's true. than all the Rex leads. So. But. Yeah, Rex gets real annoying with that uh, tenacity up. <laughs> that, that's, that was, he was the only one I would sub out in Galactic War when Galactic War was a little harder. Is I'd throw in my arena team against Rex just to roll through him. And yeah. not have any trouble, but yeah, yeah, it's very irritating. Um, how about you, Wink? You done anything crazy this week? Nah, not too much. I am still running the Akbar lead with the Hermit Yoda, uh, CLS, General Kenobi, and that fifth spot. I've just kind of been moving people in and out. Uh, I was using Darth Nihilus. I actually. I dropped to 26th today, so I was like, I'm going to change it up. I threw in Shore Trooper, just to kind of see how that goes. 
he's a little too slow to be effective, I think. But I'll see how he does tomorrow. I'm trying to fi- still trying to find that ideal fifth character that I've already got geared. I guess that's the main thing is I'm trying to avoid gearing up anyone new. Um, if, yeah, you know, with everything else going on. Yeah, like there's options if I was going to gear somebody, but I'm trying to use people that I already have geared. I I've I am very seriously considering uh, putting some mods on Poggle. And throwing Poggle in because he gives that offense up for three turns, and you know he <laughs> he has a chance to call in CLS whenever he gives offense up. He could be kind of interesting, so that may be the next experiment. Nice. Well, you'll have to let us know about that next week. I am. I know what you're laughing about. I'm holding it out myself. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I don't know if I should uh, read it out loud on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeet, man. Um, what about ships? Uh, meow, what are you doing with ships? So ships, I, uh, I, uh, I've got the Millennium Falcon up to six star, and so I've, I've uh, unleashed it in my, uh, um, in my ship arena. I'm still running uh, uh, Tarkin. So I've got I've got the seven star Tarkin going and um and I like it. It needs bigs in there to protect it. Uh it's it's a little soft, but he gives himself he gives himself uh regens, I think forty five percent protection with his uh second special. Hits nice, I like it. So I'm having fun with that. I'm still hitting top ten with it. If I if I did a refresh and if I had more time I I'd climb up to number one, but um but yeah, liking the Millennium Falcon to go with my uh, my Tarkin. Uh, I have not, and I've also using the five star uh, Tie Reaper. That's a nice one. Taking I away turn meter from the, the from the yeah, it's it's great. Yep. Best ship. I'm farming that one opinion. right now to throw in there. In the in the assault battles, I got a lot of Reaper shards from from that event. I refreshed it a couple times, and and uh, and I got. Lots of Reaper and uh, Kylo Command Shell, some of those as well. But yeah, it was really it nice. definitely definitely helped the farm. Very <laughs> nice. That's good. Yeah, I uh, yeah I like that event until I get uh, oh what's his face uh, Gar Saxon ship. Oh, I don't yeah. have Gar Saxon, so whenever I get those, it's like maybe someday. His I guess ship's this will pretty be good, good too. I like that ship, but. I, not enough I've used me. it, uh, yeah. I've, I've used it a little bit in in some events, and um, it's it's fun. I like it. I've I've got the I've got the pilots at five and six star. They're pretty close to being farmed up, but uh, but the gear situation's uh, kind of rough on them. Yeah. Um, I have I was actually using a kind of similar team. I was using uh, the Tarkin lead, which was great. With um, TIE Fighter Pilot, who I just took to gear 12 strictly for a ship. Uh, First Order TIE Fighter Pilot, Fives, Bigs, and the TIE Reaper. And then I had uh, Scimitar as my first reinforcement. And then Junos and Soldier. And then Slave One last. And I'd been dropping to the 30s most of the time. And I started to notice, like, whenever I'm on offense, I always choose... Geno's and Soldier as my first reinforcement, and then Boba as my second. 
And so I changed that up and actually went to a Thrawn lead, even though my Thrawn's like gear 7. Um, his ship is amazing, mainly because of the passive ability of giving the increased crit damage. And that just makes the TIE Reaper... Especially for the... Uh, especially for those ships that require crits to get the target lock. Makes them almost I, that much more of a sure thing. Yeah, I, I don't use those unfortunately i probably should check into it but the uh the biggest thing is how much more dangerous it makes all your other ships which makes tie reaper that much more effective you're not playing the end game like you are with tarkin where you're kind of trying to get to where you use the um you know the call in the tie strike uh mm-hmm. you get to do a little bit more damage up early which gives you a better chance at killing other ships and removing capital ship turn meter so I found that really effective, and today I dropped to fifteenth, and when I normally drop to to the thirties, um, I dropped to fifteen during my payout, and somebody in my payout hour attacked me and dropped me to twenty. But uh, then I fought my way back up and finished third. So that has actually made life quite a bit easier. But yeah, the Tie Reaper is freaking amazing. I love that thing. <laughs> Gotcha. Well, let's not talk about mine because I don't think I could name them off the top of my head. Yeah, we weren't because, going to. Uh, we were going to skip you. Don't worry. Because you know how I feel about ships. So you feel very strong. There's that. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll move right into the other thing that came out today, the December calendar. So Ray Scavenger Ray is the monthly login character. I actually called that yesterday in our guild chat. Because my assumption was they're probably going to try to give it out to the iOS, to the iOS players and lower end players that weren't able to get the, that don't have her yet or weren't able to use the Android gift card, uh, gift thing. So, Ray is the login character, but the one thing that when you looked at that calendar is there was nothing about the Ray event now. I wrote these notes before the hotfix uh, update came out, which said that news about Ray is going to come out next week. But my initial thought when I saw it was, there is nothing new here about that Ray event, and that is disappointing. Yeah. There's no dates, there's no redacted, there's nothing. But doesn't it, even mention it. But if you, I think at the top of the post, it said, Cozy had written, here is a, a, a list of some of the events scheduled for December. <clears throat> Yeah, it was kind of so, the same thing so. that happened in November. They didn't have that last territory battle, uh, presumably because they didn't know exactly whether it was going to be territory war or whatever. But uh, yeah, they always. Well, tend then to you do also had uh, the Thrawn event the first time it came back. That wasn't on the calendar either. And within five days of the first of the month, we found out that Thrawn was coming back. So yeah. That was another one to think yeah. about. I know that the event's going to be this month, and obviously I was just hoping to get a time frame. I was just hoping for any information, to be honest. But now we know we get the information on what's required next week, so that'll be very nice. Cannot wait. Uh, monthly, events, monthly events, pretty much only things on the calendar. But within those monthly events, there's some interesting stuff, so I just want to throw this out there. All of the Fleet Mastery events happen twice this month. Indoor Escalation happens twice this month, and as does the Ghosts of Dathmere event for the Spirit and Zombie Shards. 
So I thought that was interesting. They're not just once this time around. You're going to be able to do those twice. And only the other a, part. Only a one-year farm. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've doubled. They've uh, cut in half the time it takes us to get those guys. The uh, other thing, assault battles in December. It looks like, uh, how many assault battles are there? Because there are five happening in December, unique of each other. And I think that's every single one, right? Close. I, I'm not sure exactly how many there are, but uh, I mean, that's the vast majority of them. Yeah, it's uh, places of power, ground war, military might, forest moon, and secrets and shadows. So you have the first two. You have the newest one, places of power and ground war, kind of in the middle there. I can't think of a different one. So I think they might be doing every assault battle this month, and maybe that might become a thing every month so we'll see but also with the forest moon coming back after we talked about what Capgas said on reddit last last time i was here about the ewoks not being in there and needing a full client uh upgrade to add them in there we might actually have those the new ewoks in there besides wicket i know uh reddit was pining for those new Ewok shards, so and they might get it. Yeah, not just the Ewoks, but they're going to get rid of the challenge gear from the from the reward table on the Ewok event. Ah, but, yes. Yep. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> now, if they'd only do that for uh, right. the heroic AAT. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yep. Well, let's talk about... Um, Dark side territory battles, shall we? Last podcast, you guys were talking about it before it started. We, so it was kind of just all up in the air what was happening. It. The audio sounded like that probably, so I don't know what the hell we talked about. <laughs> I don't either. I'm My so wife salty. made me turn it off in the car driving back from California because she couldn't listen. That's understandable. So, yeah. <laughs> I understand if people if people made it through last week's episode, which I'm sure You're was full of amazing trooper. content. You are a trooper. So this week will be better, I promise. But uh, how did Shattered Order do? We hit 37 stars, so pretty decent. We were happy with that only because that was the first spot where the next gearbox from 36 and down started. So we got the next tier of tier of uh, loot box yep. from Dark Side Territory Battles. So we still got crap. But we got more crap, and that's what we were going for. So <laughs> we we got a pretty well rounded uh, variety of gear, at least. I mean, it was all stuff that was pretty useful. We really didn't get any trash gear. No, that's true. So that was nice. So, um, how did uh, Hot Ski Patrol do? We did. Um, now they'll correct me if I'm wrong in the chat, but I think 38 <laughs> stars. I'm pretty sure. Um, maybe 39, but I, I think we were at 38. And then uh, also one Imperial probe droid shard. Thank you to Kyote. Nice. So, so uh, 360 or 329 more uh, territory battles and we're good. Good to go. <laughs> uh, the rate they're at now, that's a, what, a four-year farm? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. When the next very cool. when the next trilogy starts rolling out, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the non Skywalker version. Yeah, so I and I think we got um, 
we got reasonable rewards. We didn't get uh, any any junk. No MK4 Carbontes. Um, I think, at least for me, it was it was pretty good stuff that I could use. So, but but still, uh, comparing to what we would have gotten on a 41 star territory battle, like the the G, the get tokens were lower, and obviously we're mm -hmm. not getting the the get yeah. tokens from all the special missions. And uh, and then I think I think most of our guild is basically one light side territory battle away from seven starring Leia, so so that was a bit of a letdown not being able to finish her off. We're we're at the point where if we get all fifty on the next one, we'll only need two. Oh, nice. <laughs> so we'll be staring at the the. 98 out of 100 for God knows how long, <laughs> hoping our Leia will come to us. So, but uh, there was a forum post from the devs the day territory battles or dark side territory battles started. So let's go over that for a second. Finishing all, basically what it was talking about was all the things that the players were seeing when this thing started and, you know, burning the world over. Rightfully so in some cases, but uh, finishing all four waves of a, of combat mission was not rewarding the correct uh, territory points. So basically, it, if good. you managed, if you could figure out and you had the teams to go four for four on every combat mission, you were only getting four out of six waves worth of uh, territory points compared to a light side, as opposed to getting the full the full points you're supposed to get for finishing a combat mission. So basically from the jump in the dark side territory battle, even if you finished every single combat mission four of four, you were never going to get the amount of territory points that you were supposed to or needed. So that kind of uh, really took the wind out of my sails for worrying about it. But uh, because the difference in territory points the way it was broken between three and four, I don't think it was very high. I think it was like 30,000 or something like that. So if you finish four of four, you got an extra 30,000 uh, territory points. I might be off on those numbers, but it wasn't very big. It, it was, it was, as far as I remember seeing, it was pretty negligible. So difference between three out of four and four out of four was just, whether you wanted to bang your head against the wall or not. Yeah. So that was the first thing. And then this is the next part here. And this is the part that made me basically say, I don't care what happens in this dark side territory battle. So I'm going to read it word for word here. Additionally, we are aware that battles are extremely difficult, particularly in phase one, which is unaffected by platoon missions. While it was intended to be difficult, there are a number of factors that may be making it too hard, especially in the first few phases. This is the sentence that got me. However, we can only make these changes after the territory battle is complete. So basically, day one, we knew the rest of this territory battle was going to be basically slamming your head against the wall six days straight. Yep. And I was like, yep, not, not going to worry well, about that. I am not going to. They gonna actually seem to get easier, though. I guess because of the bigger in, bonuses from platoons, I don't know, but like I they, thought, they seem to get hard again. Here's that. Here's that, why that they got true. easy. Some of those fourth and fifth uh, uh, territory 
or vertical strips, four and five vertical strips, right? Some of those, yes. some of those battles didn't have any elites. Yeah. So you could go four for four in those ones pretty easily because you're not, you don't have the, the elite soldier and the elite officer that will heal each other, taunt, then heal each other and taunt yeah. until every one of your dudes is dead. And recover so protection. I think that, yes, I think exactly. In two different CMs in uh, phase four and five, I actually went four for four. But I mean, I, I was getting smoked in phase one, two, and three. <laughs> Like okay, we've talked in the past about difficulty, and my I don't have a problem with difficulty. I I like a challenge. My problem becomes when I have no chance. When I get to tier three and they knock off one guy with one shot, yeah. and so when I'm rolling into four, they just start churning this turn meter machine that just kills everyone before I even get a shot. Yeah, like if I'm not, not even getting shots. It's not fun to me. Yeah, it, so. remind, it reminded me of when uh, the the HAAT rolled out, and uh, we the guild I was in at the time was not doing it uh, heroic from the start. We, we were running normal, and mm-hmm. it would just take days and days, and we would just chip away at it, and it was just no fun. So many of us yeah. we just ignored it. Yeah, for sure. That's the way. Like ah. You're bringing back terrible memories. That <laughs> normal AAT before it got nerfed was just yeah. rough. Oh. You're like, if heroic is anything like this, holy crap, we'll never do it. Because <laughs> yeah. if, so much if we can't beat normal in three <laughs> yeah. or three or four days, how are we going to beat a heroic in two days? Yeah, that was yeah. brutal. But uh, yeah, so the idea here is that they're going to retune the. Uh, they're going to retune dark side territory battles and that was excuse me that was one of the things that i mentioned from the hotfix today that they were also mentioning that i wanted to talk about here was just again reinforcing the fact that they have heard everyone's very very loud internet cries and know that the difficulty on this needs to be tuned and so since it's going to be a while before the next one starts we should see changes before the next one starts. Because honestly, if it's not changed before the next one starts, I'll probably just hit sim every battle like a... like a... not bang my head against the wall. Because yeah. ser- seriously, man. Oh, man. Rough. Um, and another the, thing they mentioned... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Well, I was going to say, uh, the other thing that, you know, they really need to do is those godforsaken platoons. I know we're going to get to it in a second, but... We're kind of talking about it in the chat. Like, it felt like every platoon had, like, four or five of the Special Forces TIE Fighter pilot. Come on. Like, it's... Or the Night Sister Spirit. Yeah. Like, if you want to throw one of those characters in, okay. But... In Platoon 5 and 6, like they used to. Yeah. But if you're throwing, like, requiring four or five of them in a platoon like just give me a break that's it's stupid like i I don't recall ever seeing like five different um uh, i don't know what's some paplus or low grays like (laughs) well no I, i was just thinking like easy empire characters like i mean oh how, how many I can tell times you I saw a lot we... of tie fighter pilots 
Yeah, they, they were wanting pilot the, popped up okay. like over yeah. and over. The character everyone wants to use in these battles because he's good in them. Like, <laughs> give me a. Ugh. Thus, the conundrum because they don't have enough dark side characters yep. to have six platoons and all these battles. Now, if they had four platoons for the amount of dark side characters that they have. That might make a little... Or even bring it down to three. Here, I'll fix CG's problem no, 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 for him. No, no, Six no, no. is too much. Bring it down to three, because no. you have to go two out of six to, to progress through these, right? Bring three of them, make them 20 characters instead of 15, and then, you know, make it so you only need one to get to the first phase, two, and then three, so that we don't have to waste all the characters we're using for battles in these damn platoons. Yeah. Or what they could, could do is make it like 10 platoons. That way there's a wider variety of characters and a better chance of there being a couple that don't having effing <laughs> well, special Some you forces. could finish yeah, and still require six to be finished. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. 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 What were you going to say, Meow? Uh, it, uh, it escapes my mind now. I'm, I've, <laughs> I'm on to uh, Sierra Nevada celebration so i'll, I'll share that with you <laughs> very nice it's another, very nice it's another holiday ipa <laughs> i've uh, slammed my sangria i'm gonna have to get up here in a second the uh but yeah so platoons good times um but they mentioned compensating people for their errors after the tb ended and they figured out what was going wrong uh, so TB ended, but okay. So they mentioned compensating players for the errors in what happened in the in the territory battle. Well, as I was writing these notes, I wrote in here TB ended, and some people, as of writing these notes, still hadn't got their TB rewards for the slog that they had to endure. So uh, I just thought it was funny. They're like, "All right, well, we broke something. We might give you some extra stuff for it, you know, for our our issue." Yeah. Um, but, uh, and in most cases, a lot of people hadn't even gotten the rewards for doing it. So <laughs> kind of funny, uh, as a bonus, yeah. you get your original rewards. <laughs> yes. And, uh, thanks for reminding me assassin in the, uh, chat. Uh, that was another thing I meant to mention down here in this section that is for the error they are giving us. So another thing that I didn't know when I wrote these notes, but they are giving compensation and it's going to be 500 crystals. I'll take it and 1100 guild event store currency. So 1100 divided by 270. How many Wampa shards is that? <laughs> Anyways, Not very many. Uh, yeah, a few, three, four. Uh, do we think this was ready to be put out or forced out for monetary reasons. Oh, I've got this a theory. The, the, or these actually, are the types of questions that we don't get uh, developers on here for anymore. I, but uh, going to, I think it's a valid question. I'm going to answer this with a question. So had you rather them do the betas like they did Territory Wars, where people can sign up, go into it, do it, and then you don't get anything, you just get to experience, or... Do it the way they did the dark side territory beta, where they push it out to everyone. You get to do it, <laughs> and you actually get rewards. You can the keep. live beta. Yeah, like which one's better? Uh, I, I, I would. Uh, I wouldn't mind have. I would have got. We would have gotten more guild tokens, and I wouldn't have minded those Leia shards. So yep. 
Um, if it was the light side one, yeah, <laughs> yeah for yeah. sure. So there was the opportunity cost that that we missed out on on a little bit better rewards, I think. But these eleven hundred plus the five hundred crystals that helped us nice. That'll be uh, good. Um, uh, it was on a holiday weekend, so it ended up kind of being like a a territory battle vacation for us. So <laughs> it, it it all depends if if uh, I mean I don't know that e, that CG or EA put this out for money. Um, they probably had a I don't know they probably really wanted to get out before Ray. So it was just really weird. The only reason I wrote this right was because um, they just did that Territory Wars beta, and yeah. it was it. It ran smooth as hell. Like, it was ready to go. And we're playing it right now, and uh, you're not hearing half the things that you heard during Dark Side Territory Battles, yep. right? And well, uh, we've heard from our friend Mick Mole that uh, Dark Side Territory Battles were not even three to four months out because of the problems they were having. Uh, we saw some of those problems that make me think that that was true, but it still came out the same time as territory wars so i I just there was so much wrong it was weird i'm kind of surprised they didn't run a beta on dark side territory battles and i also kind of wonder if there was something some sort of code or something that binded territory wars and dark side territory battles maybe it was the uh officer um management stuff like Maybe that had something to do with it, but it did kind of seem weird. They pushed these out at the same time, and yet one seemed pretty complete. Territory Wars so far is fantastic, but Dark Side Territory Battles was, you know, like driving your broken Fiesta down <laughs> a bumpy road. I mean, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they playtested it with those uh, seven-dot mods year 12 yeah. character. <laughs> They're like, we're part this yeah, is great. Probably. <laughs> um Darth Saltius brought up one of the points uh, that I this question stemmed from when I brought it was thinking of it is there was a lot of money lost by EA with the battlefront loot crate issue. Yeah. And uh that's why I asked the question because it's like if EA is losing that much on Battlefront 2 right now and suddenly within a week a node that we did a mode that we didn't think was ready or we had heard wasn't ready was pushed out and then suddenly it had all of these problems in it at the same time along with all the packs that came along with the new characters that went with Dark Side Territory Battles it just makes it's things that make you go hmm yeah there there's I I I suspect there was some kind of a mandate too Hey, we know that, you know, X type of event is going to drive, you know, a certain amount of revenue and there's mm-hmm. probably some mandate to 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 hit some targets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one one bug that uh was prevalent in here that caused them to bring out uh, the um the pressured band hammer to tell people about was uh with platoons. So <laughs> If you could, if you had one person that had that Night Sister spirit or the uh, Special Forces Type Fighter pilot, uh, there was a bug that you could use that one character to fill up an entire platoon if you wanted to. Oh, because uh, actually, you needed two people because two people needed to put it in. But there was a bug where uh, if two people tried to put a character into the same platoon spot at the same time, it would fill the spot, but neither of them would 
would be would lose the character <laughs> in that territory. So basically, people were able to coordinate between people and fill every <laughs> single platoon every forever how long before this note came out and uh, and fill up platoons and get three stars in every territory that way. So I, I think it was Big Chef from the Guild Utini that showed he uh, he'd done a. Uh, Hundred million territory points <laughs> alone, <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow. There, it, oh man, some of the numbers on those were pretty high. <laughs> yeah, it's a but s- just really, really odd. Um, and then the announcement that they had shortly after, where they came out and said, uh, you know, that this was kind of in a way a violation of the terms of use, and that they were actually going to be banning people for exploiting this like what i don't know if you can see what i'm pointing at here and half of it's missing but uh my board here says bug question mark exploit question mark you be the judge yeah um because to me what was happening there was not uh was something that they left in the game now using it I, I'm not going to say one way or the other where I stand on this. I'm just going to put it out there. This is a bug that they could have had out of the game. Now, was it an exploit or was it a bug? <laughs> I don't know. But the idea to, with a, with, a, with a game mode that is just so... Combat mission's not giving you the right points. Tuning out of control. You know, this, this platoon bug... You're really gonna put out a message saying you're about you're gonna ban people <laughs> when this is all happening? Like yeah. not the best um yeah. PR, I don't think. And I I don't even know if anybody got banned. It was just the an empty threat that they threw out there. Yeah. It it yes, probably exactly. was. Um just to kind of keep people from continuing to exploit it. I I don't know, maybe if somebody exploited it all the way through all of the tiers, maybe, but yeah, it's just this. Yeah, I mean, bugs, what McMole said was clearly, uh, you know, correct. Like that. I mean, this needed a little bit more work, no doubt about yeah, it. He's definitely he's definitely vindicated there. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the last question I have to talk about with Dark Side Territory Battles, because we've just kind of talked about the nuts and bolts of it. But uh, start with you, Meow. What were you, if 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 everything was tuned the way we think it was should be, and the everything was working the way it should have been? What were your thoughts on Dark Side Territory Battles? So if 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 that's if that experience was tuned, oh oh, or if it had been tuned properly, or it. Are you asking if, if you weren't getting slammed the oh, moment yeah. you went into phase four, <laughs> did you think that the rebel, like, let's say, okay, so here's a question. You don't have the massive AOE like you do in light side. There, you, there's a, there is an AOE that does ability block, and then there's also one that pretty much just one shots one character. Like, that was different from light side. Um, you have different enemies that do different things. Like, did you feel that their abilities were made it fun and interesting did you think the new special abilities made it different and fun in a different way than the light side you know just yeah yeah if it was something you were in is it something you see yourself enjoying in the future yeah um uh you know i i did that light side territory battle you know enemies guide and and 
basically days rules everything and and so that was kind of like the the big fun of light side territory battles is figuring out hey what do all these guys do and and how do we how do we beat them and how do we neutralize all of their op specials and so that's kind of the the fun part that i you know i before we started i went through and i said uh, and i looked like okay these guys are centered around cleansing and 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 uh uh or uh removing the cooldowns on all their specials and and so i don't i mean i don't know how to counter them and and i'm not even gonna try yet until we we get a properly tuned dark side but i'm looking forward mm. to it and i think it'll be fun to to kind of face the challenge and and see how to you know outsmart them with my yeah. weeks weak roster i will be looking for that uh infographic <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I kind of have the same thoughts about it. Um, I actually, oddly, enjoyed it a hell of a lot. I mean, I know it was buggy as hell, and it'd be nice if they'd fix a lot of that stuff. But I thought the fact of actually having something in the game that was kind of difficult for in-game-ish type players, like, I'm not much of a dark side player. Like, a lot of my dark side characters aren't that leveled that well, but... It was kind of fun trying to come up with these different teams and being forced into, you know, coming up with an Empire team and then, you know, some other dark side teams. Like, I have a decent First Order team. I could build a decent Empire team. I have two Bounty Hunters that are pretty good. The others suck. So it was fun being forced into using these characters and seeing how far I could get. I thought the Four Waves was so much better than the Six. It's just... I think it's a lot more enjoyable. It's not, you know, too drawn out, uh, but it still can be kind of challenging. And I found a few teams that I, you know, that worked really well and kind of started to figure it out. So I'm actually really excited for the next one. Um, just hope that they kind of fix some of these, these, uh, the problems. Absolutely. I, uh, my dark side is lacking, to say the least. Uh, I don't have Sith. Uh, I do have Imperial Troopers, so that wound up being a really good thing for me, um, as far as that goes. Um, Zader got a decent team, but no one on that team's above gear 10. You know, it's just, I don't, I thought I had, compared to light side dark side, or light side territory battles, I thought I had decent enough people for the first four phases to be good, right? And uh, to go in there and get just totally annihilated was yeah. humbling at best. Um, so if it were tuned to a place where the teams like I have are okay in like the first three phases, and then you start getting into where you need gear 11s or even gear 12s, because I think dark side territory battles are meant to be a little harder than the light side, which is totally fine. But uh, like to jump from here to you know up here instead of you know a, a smaller step then it just didn't make sense but i do see it as fun uh another thing i'd like to mention is unless they add some more bounty hunters into this game that those battles are just going to be brutal every time so because... can we talk about bounty hunters for a second because there was something i didn't figure it out until the whatever it was phase five uh, or whatever, where, uh, you know, you had to have six star bounty hunters. Um, mm -hmm. I figured out that Zam 
is insanely good. Oh, yeah. So I love Zam. Like, I mean, basically, the only two bounty hunters I have that are worth the shit is Boba, who I have at gear 12, and IG-88, who's gear 11. And then all my other ones were basically gear 7-ish. Like, really not good. However... Because why would you ever level them past that before now? <laughs> well, there was a big bug fix not too long ago. You, you really don't even... I, I don't think you need to level them that much to be able to beat these missions. I did not beat it. I got super close, but it was kind of towards the end that I kind of started to figure out what was going on with the team that made it work so well. Um, and I'm kind of going to try to find them here in the game and kind of read off exactly some, what the ability is. And there were some screenshots going around of, of, of people posting their gear seven, eight, nine bounty hunters yeah, completing the special mission or the the combat mission. It gave me hope that maybe I maybe I don't have to put that much more gear on these on these guys. Well, I'm yeah. kind of gonna go through it's... the reason why that works so well. So, Boba is a fantastic leader. Um, like his leader ability is really good anyway. So, like each debuff gives 15 speed to uh, bounty hunter allies, which is obviously great. However. The big thing is, they gain 15% turn meter whenever a thermal detonator explodes. That is really important when you're using Zam. So, Zam obviously has the AoE where she can put out thermal detonators on all enemies. And it's a guaranteed, you know, with the assuming the tenacity potency check passes or whatever... But uh, she can put those out on everyone. Now, her basic ability, essentially what you do is you do that AoE, put thermal detonators on everyone, and then you pick an enemy that has a ther thermal detonator on it and use her basic. I'm going to read her basic real quick. Deal physical damage to target enemy. All thermal detonators on the target explode, dealing damage immediately. That's 5% turn meter for all bounty hunters. If Freeze any thermal detonator. Yep. If any thermal detonators explode, Zam gains 20% turn meter for each living scoundrel ally. So, pretty much all of the bounty hunters are scoundrels as well. So, yeah, she no, is I'm, actually I'm gaining 100% turn meter whenever she uses her basic on someone that has a thermal detonator on them. So if you can just go around and keep picking enemies that have thermal detonators on them, she can just keep gaining turn meter, be giving turn meter to everyone else during that time, and just kind of getting back to her cooldown where she puts out more thermal detonators. Yeah, and you're right. Every bounty hunter is a scoundrel, has that same tag. So, I mean, that's... Like, you don't need much besides potency there. I mean, just over time, over turn meter gain and everything, you will eventually just kind of pick them off. I don't remember if the enemies, like, actually gain turn meter off of counters or anything of the sort, but, I mean, she is damn good in that team for that reason. I think she is the biggest key uh, more than anyone else to, you know, and, beating those. Who else? And who else puts on thermal detonators? Greedo also has an AoE that does thermal detonators. 
So uh, is, you could actually stack up a couple of them and be given, you know, thirty percent to everyone. I, I've, I've, I, let's see. Mine are. I've left them at. Boba and IG are are gear nine, gear eleven, and then the rest are gear seven in their fifties. So I'm 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 waiting to see which of these teams are is the best combination. Yeah. Well. I mean, uh, so like I said, I think Zam, I think with Boba and Zam, you can kind of fill in around them and be fine. Uh, something else to consider, you know, is level does factor into potency some, because I assume the enemies are all level 85. So before the next one, um, I'll probably push Zam. She is actually gear seven for me right now. I'll probably go ahead and push her to gear eight, maybe take her to level 85. But, uh, I mean, that should I got make... a lot, a lot of, or go ahead, do what I got a lot of green, green pluses. So I can, <laughs> I can bump Sam up. It's not a bad idea. I mean, yeah, yeah. like I said, it, it worked extremely well. And I think that's a team I'm actually going to start using on, you know, um, phases where, you know, bounty hunters aren't required for some special mission just because they, I mean, they're pretty damn good. I think they might be the resistance of Dark Side, and I kind of think there is a reason why they chose to make them the required group because they knew that it would be pretty easy for people to beat it with uh, fairly minimal gear. Um, to answer a question from Maze Hayes in the chat, Mob Enforcer does have detonators, but he's only a, she is only a scoundrel. She's not a bounty hunter. Ah. So, further enforcing my point that Cup is not the worst character in the game, but Mob Enforcer is. <laughs> <laughs> because at least Cup can stun on basic. What can Mob Enforcer do? That is a good point. Besides stand there. That is a really so, good point. Anyways. But yeah, I'm with you. The, uh, the thermal detonator, turn meter, train is a good thing and i hope to see if they don't add a new leader for bounty hunters with whatever they add that they uh add to that a little bit maybe put a zeta on boba's leader ability to add something beyond just detonators to that turn meter gain that makes newer characters they bring in synergize better with the team you know what i mean that leader ability is already damn good with scoundrels and bounty hunters i kind of think if they give, uh, or if they update a leader ability, it'll be either a new character or someone besides Boba, because he's already fairly good. Yep, I agree. It is good. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't put my money on a Zeta on that ability, but uh, yeah. So, so going back to that McMole leak um, or the McMole's info, I don't know much about Star Wars characters outside of the movies, but he mentioned Hondo as a potential character. Mm-hmm. I Hondo's still don't know what a Hondo so, is. <laughs> so, or, uh, it, it, was it Hondo <laughs> the, the the pirate? And and would he is would a he pirate? Be, would he potentially be a bounty hunter that we could use? So let me just reference the worst character in the game again: Mob Enforcer. Mob Enforcer, part of the mob, kind of like Jabba the Hutt, those types of dudes. I see mobs and pirates in the same category. I don't think that they would be in the same category as a 
someone that's collecting bounties and hunting people down, you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> so I, I only see him as a scoundrel or maybe even adding in a, a pirate faction, but uh, I can't see him as a bounty hunter. No. So. Cool. Uh... The last thing I wanted to mention about Dark Side Territory Battles before we moved on was um, the characters added for Dark Side Territory Battles. So we had Hot Han, uh, Rolo, and Hoda added for Light Side Territory Battles. And I think for the most part, we can say that uh, all of them are pretty good, decent characters. I don't know. Hoda's about the only one I think that right at this point everyone thinks can be used in Arena. I don't know if that'll change once Leia's really seven-star for everyone and people start playing with her, but as far as I can tell, Imperial Probe Droid is an arena character. Yeah. Wampa is definitely an arena character. And uh, Colonel Stark, I think, is pretty much just an Imperial Trooper bump. So I just want to know what you guys thought about those three new characters. It, they're such they're such long far off farms for me. I haven't uh, thought, but um, but but Kyoti in our guild, he's been running Veers, and so he's he's uh, he's loving the dark side, and he likes having Stark in there running with his Veers squad, um, at least in territory battles. I don't know if he's tried him in arena or not, but uh, but mm-hmm. uh, but but no, he he he's been really liking Stark so far. So I don't know they could potentially be arena viable. I uh I think I'm at 75 out of 80 on Stark now, so oh, I will be playing with him soon. I just hit 80 on him on the the afternoon refresh. <laughs> nice, it's awesome. I'm at like 30, and I've bought him every time he's shown up. Well, I also bought the ten dollar pack, so I yeah, got 40 so, on you. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay, so there's that. Um. Yeah, so I think that's it for Dark Side Territory uh, Battles. I think real, we can just sit quick, here and... One last thing before we move on. Who was your favorite character to use in Dark Side Territory Battles? Was there a character that you thought was kind of key for your teams that you really liked using more than any others? Um, I didn't get to use him, but Wampa. Ah, uh, that don't surprise <laughs> me. I am absolutely positive that when the next Dark Side <laughs> Territory rolls around, I am going to... Love every minute of that guy slapping around rebels because those those twenty five k to forty k crits <laughs> on basic are just like Christmas. Every one of them is a present. Yeah. And, and what I star, love that guy. What star level is he? I got him six star today, so nice. I'm I'm twenty out of a hundred to get him to seven star. God, you're further on nice. him than I am on Yoda. Jeez. I'm so, telling you, man, I didn't spend a cent of Guild Event currency until he came out. Nice. Damn. Nice. So, um, ready to go. Yeah, no, uh, the one thing I want to try with him, uh, because he has the the physical, I, I think if you look at, what was it, the physical damage rating, he's he's his physical damage is four behind Commander Luke. And so, calling in the airstrike with Luke he does massive like 75 i think 75 or 80k crits when he calls in the airstrike and so 
I want to I want to see an airstrike called in with Wampa and see if he's if he's doing the same kind of damage eighty <laughs> k plus. Yeah. Oh, that would be that would be sweet. I saw some. Po- there was a lot of stuff on Reddit this week, so I don't know what to believe and what not to. But from what I had read on Reddit, there were some people saying that the characters that called in these different special abilities was not affecting it the same way as Light Side. Yeah, I've so seen something. I'll have about to test that. that out on the next one. I didn't pay much attention, so. but because holy crap, you do the one shot with the Wampa, and you're doing what 100k? <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Real, real quick. Uh. I really thought Death Trooper would be my favorite, and Death Trooper is amazing, but Emperor Palpatine is freaking ridiculous. That guy, like, yeah. he's unbelievable shock, in these. Yeah, that shock is insane. That is, he's awesome. Like, if you don't, if you don't have Emperor Palpatine, um, I'm not sure if there's one of his events coming up, but you want to get that guy before the next one because he is absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ran. I ran uh, a Palp lead in arena before switching to resistance, and lo- love Palp and his shocks. Yep. And 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 when we started doing HAT, he was pretty solid in P three until Thrawn came. So oh, yep. yeah, the old Chirpatine, yep. Chirpatine or Tebotine, yeah. one of those two. Yeah. So I the 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 characters I liked was finally using my Empire. Uh, my Thrawn lead Empire Squad. So it was Thrawn, Krennic, Death Trooper, Shore Trooper, and um, uh, Stormtrooper. So finally getting to to use them. Um, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll get to take them out in arena. <laughs> <laughs> Baby steps. We'll yeah. get there. It's those farms. Those are the fun part. Yep. Uh, but stormtrooper, he only requires fifty carbontes. Say stormtrooper. Yeah, yeah. Well, seriously, you have perked my interest because yeah. yeah, no joke. He is a tanky tank there for only fifty carbontes. That's pretty good. Wow, I yeah, never would have guessed that. That clearly shows that he was an early game character and not a late game <laughs> yeah, exactly. character. Yeah. That's exactly. how, like, when I love. If you ever wonder, like, when a character came out, like, just go to Swagaga and sort by how many Carbonis that people use. And the further you go down on that list, the older the character they are. Oh. I- or when, you know, Clone Sergeant still needs green pieces to get to gear 11. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, right. oh. Well, this is unexpected. Or resistance Thank you. trooper. Yeah. Like those guys are awesome. Yeah. Oh, okay, correction. He needs one hundred now because when they added gear twelve, he needed oh. a, another fifty to on a on a piece to get from eleven to twelve. So a hundred. Wow. That's oh, not bad. The deal is off. <laughs> the deal's you've you've pushed me away. <laughs> Awesome. All right. Well, well, I'm sure we'll have plenty to say about the next Dark Side Territory Battle when it comes out. But oh yeah, just throwing things all over my desk. Um, but I want to move on. So we're going to talk about Territory Wars next week. We were going to talk about it this week, but as we always do, we've rambled our way into moving a segment to the next show. So 
territory wars. We should have two done by the the time the next podcast comes out. So we'll have a lot of information on that. Wink will actually have done two. I will have done three because of the beta. So we'll actually have oh. a little more uh, knowledge of it now from Wink and myself to talk even more about strategies and teams. And uh, yeah. So we'll talk about that next week. But I wanted to go into a new player segment because I know there's a lot of new players that listen and we do a very good job of talking as in-game players since that's what we are. But I kind of wanted to talk about the first legendary character in this game, Grandmaster Yoda. So I assume that you have him unlocked, Meow. Yes, I do. I was I was actually okay. looking at my my Jedi and you can tell which ones I used to unlock Yoda because those are the ones that are still at level eighty. <laughs> oh, nice! Uh, you can t- see I don't have very well geared Jedi myself, so you can totally tell for me too because Eth Koth at gear ten is one of my highest geared Jedi. So there's that. But uh, yeah, so. The question I had, uh, Yoda is coming back beginning of December. Now, our our tips here are not going to help for that because it takes a month to farm characters, maybe even longer, to get ready. But for those new players that aren't going to get it this time, what can you do to get him the next time? What's the best you can do and what is the easiest you can do? So I kind of wrote some names in here. And uh, you guys can either confirm or deny if you think they are the best. Um, But uh, I put Kanan from the Arena Store as one of the best you can do for Yoda, simply because he is also needed for Thrawn, and he is also needed for, or he can also be used for Palpatine. So you farm him to get your Yoda, you're going to be able to use that character for two other legendary characters. So I think he's one of the best ones, along with Ezra, for the exact same reason. And Ezra is a Cantina node in 2B. But those two I put there because of their utility to be able to get three different legendary characters. So you guys agree with that? Absolutely. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's something we talk quite a bit about, the fact of how good Phoenix is, just because the number of uh, legendary characters that they can help you get and... uh, Kanan and Ezra are pretty important for those, and both of those characters can be damn good in Jedi teams or Kenobi teams. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember if I talked about this, but in Galactic War, before the big change, um, I fought against a General Kenobi-led team that had a Zeta Barris on it and a Zeta Kanan, and Kanan was a total pain in the ass. He was more irritating than Kenobi. Like, it was... Ugh. <laughs> it was just freaking awful. <laughs> he, do, he does a lot of counters. And... Well, and he gains... I think if you crit him... I believe it's on a crit. He gains 25% health back <laughs> off of his Zeta. And so, like, if oh, you have oh Barris and... Hi- like... Yeah, you attack him, he is fully healing himself, basically. It is awful. And his and his Zeta gives a lot of foresight out. Uh, or, does or, it? or there's there's some there's some mechanic where where that, that impacts foresight with Kanan and his Zeta. Interesting. I do believe that. 
I got the game open. Let me look. So, so uh, each of these. While you're looking that up, I'd like to make a quick announcement. Because this Hit literally it. just happened. Like, literally, while we're podcasting, um, we have officially cleared all the territories in our first territory war. Baller. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Now, the real question is, are they still are they still stuck in our trap? Because... Uh, so they Tra- the trap worked to perfection. It doesn't look like they've done anything. So they have access to you know our two character back territories and we are still at 25 out of 25 for those. Um but Damn. on that upper second territory they are at 12 out of 25 so they haven't got through all those yet. So they I mean they still have some pretty serious work to do. We'll see if they're able to finish and tie it up but uh it looks like we are going to get the maximum amount of points that we can get, which is 15,850. Very good. I'm, Very nice. I'm just checking, and that's where we are, too. 15,820. Nice. Light side <laughs> of, of Hungary has hit a wall in our back territory, and I think uh, our guildmate Stan has single-handedly Broken the will of Hungary <laughs> with his Thrawn squad, taking out an entire country. So Stan, yeah. So you see these these Thrawn squads, and then you know he's he's granting protection back. So we were we'd be watching, and then uh, somebody would be battling, and the battle would end, and his roster's protection would have gone up between battles. <laughs> <laughs> You're know, like, this looks better than before. Yeah. Gee, thanks. Keep attacking. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So, um, anyway, uh, slight detour back on target. Um, By the way, that uh, that foresight thing from Kanan's is uh, it gives foresight to him, and once the foresight's broken, he gains a hundred percent turn meter, and all Phoenix allies gain fifty percent. Okay, interesting. So lots of turn meter there. Yep. He don't need but, it. Uh, <laughs> so the other one I was going to say was after Kanan and Ezra, one of the other better ones to do is Kaigon Jin. Uh simply because a he's got a good dispel, he's got a good assist ability, yep. he's a great leader for Jedi if you want to use him, and he also has that turn meter reduction on his basic. And he's available from the Cantina store, which is different than the other two I listed, so you don't have to farm him independently to have a really great Jedi for your team there. Well, not only that, but actually farming Ezra gives you currency to buy Qui-Gon, so that's pretty important, too. Which we'll talk about again in the easiest uh, Jedi team to get, but uh, as far as the best one goes, keep going here, Jedi Knight Anakin uh, is another really great Jedi. Since he got his rework months and months and months ago, that uh, buff immunity that he can throw out on his basic, uh, heal immunity, just and the, just the pure amount of damage he can do, he's a really great Jedi to have on your team, especially fighting Yoda. Um, and then lastly, I put Old Ben or Ayala, are two other really great Jedis to have. Yeah. Yeah, I would say old old Ben just because you have to get him anyways since um if you want CLS. CLS. Yeah. And he's on an and he's on an eight energy cantina node, so 
He also has the best AoE in the game, so there's that, too. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the... uh, those are the ones I put down as best. I know that there are other Jedis to use, but uh, those are the ones I think are some of the better ones. If you farm them for, um, farm them for Grandmaster Yoda, you would be happy to use them other places later on. Um, I, for example, used Ethkoth from the Arena Store because back then they didn't have Kanan, they didn't have Mace. The only one I could pull out of the Arena Store was. Ethkoth, and so uh, I don't think I've used him anywhere since I got Grandmaster Yoda. The only place I tried to use him was Phase One of the Heroic AT because a special ability will uh, stun droids. That is the only reason I tried him, and it was not worth it for his little damage for one stun to have him in there. So, yeah, you're in a better spot now as a new player with a better selection of Jedi. And as far as easiest, if you want to grab them up as fast as you can and move on to something else, this is the team I have. Luminara Unduli from Galactic War. The reason I say easiest is because you can farm all five of these at the same time. Luminara from Galactic War. Kanan from Arena. Kaigon Jin from the Cantina Store. Ezra from the Cantina Node. And then either Ayala Old Ben from the uh, Guild Store. So if you heard those names, you'll kind of see that the best and the easiest are pretty similar beyond uh, Lumi and Jedi Knight Anakin. Yeah. So. And something Lumi else is Ayla. Like... Go ahead, man. <laughs> uh, Lumi was on my, she was part of my uh, Yoda Unlock team a year plus yep. ago. Yeah, she was mine on mine too. too. She was She's so good for so long, man. She was awesome. Um, Part of my cantina node regrets was uh, Jedi Consular <laughs> because I have had him at seven stars forever and he was on my he was on my Yoda team because I wasted time in the cantina getting him to seven star because I just loved his heal and his uh, <laughs> I just love that character so much in the early game. Yeah. yeah. Um, something else is Ayla is actually really good for light side territory battles too. Because of that stun. Very, very fun. Yeah. I've heard of uh, clone teams being, instead of running the uh, Princess Zodi team, they would run basically Princess Zodi with Ayala instead of Leia because of the stuns. So, in in territory battles, or they'd run it in. in Territory battles. Interesting. Only because uh, Rex. Ugh. Rex is okay, I guess. But uh, he's squishy, too. I don't know. It, it was interesting. I'm like, I don't know who came up with this team, but I've seen it. I've seen, like, at least five people mention it, so I don't know where it came from, but... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um... That pretty much covers that. It's time for some nonsense right meow with some guest questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, super Troopers will never die. And someday they'll make another one. <laughs> Had to throw that in. All right. Well, yes, I like that you added in this here, but uh, I'm 
we appreciate you coming on to the show the day after your birthday. So I, <laughs> I don't know what you did yesterday or whether you were planning on doing it today or what, but uh, we appreciate you coming on and uh, happy belated birthday. Well, thank you. You have some uh, some crack researchers there on the on the team. <laughs> yeah, you know um, the. It's nice that you had a birthday yesterday so you could join us for beer today. Yeah. How's it feel to be 21? Oh. (laughs) Pretty good. Yeah, my first beer. Yeah. Like, this is my first Elysian. You know, not first Elysian, first beer, right? Uh. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll ask you the first question. What's your favorite character in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes? Oh, Gal- um, my favorite character in, uh, I would say, I would say Poe because I've stuck with him for so long, um, and his taunts, and I love his ship, because when you call in, I, I bring in his ship as a reinforcement, and, uh, and he does his second special, and then very next turn, he can one-shot a full-health TIE fighter pilot. So that's so. I love him in arena. I love him in fleet arena. Um, yeah, he's my he's my favorite in the game for sure. He's awesome. Very nice. All right. So and oh and 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 his one shot hit on Tie Fighter pilot. You know because because Tie Fighter always dodges. Oh yeah. It can't can't be evaded. So it's a guaranteed crit hit. Ooh. Is it really okay? Yeah, I've never perfect. noticed that, but that explains. Why uh, yeah. using him against Hyperpilot works really well? Yeah, as long as his, he doesn't have protection, which he doesn't, unless he has a protection up buff, it's a guaranteed crit. Interesting. So, okay, that's good. Nice. My, that's pretty. My, my favorite reinforcement. Uh, something I uh, <laughs> I'm sure. Something I just found out the other day that it knows that Vader. Like his basic can't be evaded by Tie Fighter pilot. That is so annoying yeah. when your Tie Fighter pilot has foresight and he just keeps hitting you. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Um. All right. So, what is your favorite Star Wars movie? Oh, uh, easy, easy. Um. Uh, the uh, Attack of the Clones. Wait, uh, <laughs> wait, 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 Least well, favorite okay. or favorite? No, no. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was about to say, I'm not gonna. Okay. I'm not gonna say anything bad I was here. Say, but uh, Nat- I, uh, Natalie Portman's wearing some skimpy clothes. I'm not gonna judge. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> no, uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, either that is the first the two, but Empire Strikes Back's pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Understand. Very nice. Well, it's. So well, you're in a guild called Hoth Ski Patrol. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, the next question, and we'll see if it's from ESB. What's your favorite Star Wars quote? Well, I think maybe because um, because I've been uh, I'm part of this little group that's we they they call us the Dungeon Masters for our territory battles, and mm-hmm. so I I like throwing out the "You may fire when ready" command. When we're uh, when we're directing directing where to, to throw our deployments. Ah, oh, very nice, very nice. It's a good one. I, uh, the uh, sorry the before I let you ask the next question that one 
The Stormtrooper Han quote has been in my head all week. The one, uh, God, I can't remember the exact quote, but when he's there asking him uh, what was going on in the, uh, oh yeah, I'll find it and I'll tell you in a second. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead and ask the next question. Um, what is your favorite Star Wars quote? Wait, we just did that one. Oh, uh, where have yes. you been, Wink? I'm brain dead. Leave me alone. Fa- uh, favorite <laughs> character from the movies. I had the wrong thing highlighted. I didn't pay attention. It's, that's an easy one. It's Chewbacca, of course, right? That's Wait, a good what? choice. Chewba- uh, Chewbacca. Chewbacca. I, I will not. Oh, okay. Even though it sounds like you're joking, I will say this. I think Chewbacca is a total badass. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all I'm going to yeah, say. Well, I'm named, I'm named after Chewbacca. But um, no, that's true. Mew, Bach, uh, Mew. I called Mew. you Mew again. <laughs> it just rolls off the yeah, tongue. It, Mew Baca. Yeah. So, it, it, but but like the the best would be uh, Harris or uh, Han Solo. He makes the movies. Yeah. The first. No, he does. He's an amazing character. Does, no for doubt. Sure. Mm-hmm. And just just the just the the sexual tension between him and and Leia is <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> Oh man! It just—it just drives me wild the way that they changed that script so much throughout that uh, trilogy to them being brother and sister after them, I know. you know, making out. Yeah, like this is awkward in all in every way it could it could be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they could have done well, that. More Han than Solo just quote kiss, is. So. Uh, that was off, yeah, that, well, that was off screen. Disney, <laughs> that wasn't shown. Um, yeah, the quote is, uh, <laughs> "What's going on down there? Come in, Han Solo. Uh, everything is under control. Situation normal. What happened? Uh, we had a slight weapons malfunction, but everybody's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here." Now, thank you. How are you? We're sending a squad up. Uh, negative, negative. We had a reactor leak here now. Give us a few minutes to lock it down. Large leak, very dangerous. Who is this? What's your operating number? Uh, and then he shoots the panel. That is one of the best scenes that, in Star Wars. It's great. That scene was on my mind all week. Yep. Oh, cracking me up. Uh, nothing to see here. Situation normal. Uh, all right. Th- that was me right, last next week during the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing to see here. Literally nothing to see here. Situation normal. <laughs> all right. Who do you think Ray's parents are? Oh, um, Luke. Would that be a little bit weird if 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 she's Luke's daughter and he's? Yeah, I don't know. I suppose Luke would be our our best get. Guess she has to be a Skywalker, right? Because this, you know, the main Star Wars it's the it's the Skywalker saga. So I don't know because all all of the main players are this this the story follows this family. So I would suppose she's a, a Skywalker. But Kylo's Skywalker blood, so I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she may not. Yeah, I don't know, man. Interesting. I just, that's a pretty safe bet, I'd say, but I would be disappointed myself if that were true. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but but the way I th- looked at the new trilogy when it was about to come out was I don't want to see another trilogy straight up all about Skywalkers. Well, that's what this one is. <laughs> but the announcement of that new trilogy that's going to happen, having nothing to do with Skywalkers, gets me really happy. So yeah, we'll see what goes on yeah. there. Cool. Um, all right. So another uh, new trilogy question. Who do you think Snoke is? Oh, I don't know. When I look at him, he looks, sort of looks like Voldemort. Um, but uh, I am not a big uh, Star Wars lore guy. Um, so if if, if, somebody, if somebody's not in the movies, I don't know. I don't know who they are unless they're in this game as well. Um, so I don't. I have no idea who Snoke is, and I've I've purposely been avoiding the uh, the trailers. So I've I saw the original trailer Ooh. where where you know Ray walks into the cave. Um but other than that I haven't seen anything so Ah, purist. I'm stumped. You'll get the uh you'll get the full experience. I eat up everything. Like <laughs> the minute the Avenger or Avengers Infinity War trailer came out, I think I watched it like 10 times straight. Yeah. But that's but that's <laughs> Avengers. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not quite Star Wars. So, <laughs> Next question. Favorite Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes battle mode? Um, t- well, I don't know. Territory Wars has been pretty fun. It's uh, we've, we, our guild. We've had a lot of fun, you know, setting and then, and then battling. And then today it was a lot of fun. Just kind of like wa- checking in and watching the, the little ticker tape and see, whose defense is holding up. Um, it doesn't look like Hungary is even going to make it to where I set my defenses. So <laughs> I'm a little disappointed that I'm not going to get It'll to see. be while you're asleep, if anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, You'll wake up and be like, where'd my dudes go? Did they win any? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they, they still haven't cleared our, ba- our uh, the first back row they got to. So that I, I'm really liking Territory Wars. I've liked territory battles hoth or light side territory battles quite a bit it's it's been fun um hopefully dark side gets there so i'm sure it will mm-hmm. but yeah for sure um what is your favorite star wars video game besides star wars galaxy of heroes oh or excluding i think i think the only one i've ever played is um the la- the last battlefront and oh, even yeah. that I, I i i didn't play it much i just i set it up so that my daughter and i could play against each other and nice. she got really bored of it really quick so, <laughs> so is that because you just kept killing her or just because of the what the game was we just played the the game mode where you're on hoth and you just have these waves of, of oh empire yeah oh okay yeah, yeah. and and it was fun, but um Hoth, huh? <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. So you never played any of the like old Star Wars games. You should uh the the Knights of the X-Wing, Old Swing, TIE Fighter. Oh, there was one um in the nineties. Um my friend had had this computer game and it was called Wink Wing Commander. Is that a Star Wars game? Not sure. X-Wing Commander? I haven't I think played that one. So. 
Yeah, but yeah I uh, have not played a lot of Star Wars games. If you like flying games, I highly suggest Rogue Squadron. That was probably my favorite Star Wars game. It was amazing. Uh, there was X-Wing Commander. That, it looks that like. must have been it. Yep. All right, so um, going off the game thing, last question for you. If <laughs> You didn't buy Destiny 2, so you're not going to say what I was going to guess you're going to say. So we'll, it'll be interesting to see what you say. What's your favorite non-Star Wars video game? So the... the, the, the Non, the video game I've I've spent the most time in my life playing would be Halo. So going back to, so in college we would do we would bring TVs and Xboxes all <laughs> to one parties, to one man. house and we would do you know four yep. people per screen in separate rooms so there's no screen watching and all that. Oh yeah, for sure. But uh, oh dude, you are speaking <laughs> my language right now. Yeah. Halo Two was probably some of the best gaming time in my life. Oh, that was, yeah, that so, was fun. Still, oh, st- still man. enjoy, still enjoy playing Halo. Don't play as much, um, but no, it's it's definitely fun. Um, Halo Five, they keep doing pretty cool stuff, like with the custom games and and uh, I don't know. I'm always amazed with the uh, what the community does with the Forge game mode. So yeah, video game communities are great. I agree. All right, well. Now is when we would usually play the soundbar bumper for mm. Shattered Order Trivia. So I'm going to make a small break with no sound. It's time for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes Trivia! You can put it in there, Wink. Shattered Order Trivia time. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry I brought that up, yeah. the, you know, a couple hours later just to, to mess with you. Yeah, I'm really like glad Dawson that everyone listened to this, uh, the podcast. Uh, you get to hear the trivia music. We don't this week. It's very sad. I know. It, it kind of makes when you're thinking about the answers for the trivia. It's not the same. Less fun because yeah. it... You really feel like you're on a deadline when there's nothing, no sound going. That is totally true. Just so you know, uh, Meow, we have this awesome jazz music that usually plays it's while we great. do uh, <laughs> nice. while we do a trivia. So, I got the trivia up on the screen. So if you are looking at the screen, you will be able to see it. If not, I will read them off, and you will for the audio podcast listeners, and uh, we'll go from there. Right now, so. Meow will have you play along with us, uh, but currently in season, what, five? We're in season five. I am up on Wink 12 to 7 in, this is what, episode three of season five of Trivia? Yes, and so uh, you still owe a punishment from season four. Yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah, uh, I've, I, I was hoping you forgot, but oh, uh, we'll no, see no, what no, happens no. there. No. Uh, did not forget that. <laughs> after the ch- after chicken erotica, you could never forget. <laughs> Wait, chicken erotica? Oh. oh boy, I'm gonna have to find the episode number and uh, point you toward it because Wink's punishment, punishment for losing 
Wink's punishment for losing season three of trivia was to read a small excerpt of a chicken erotica book that uh, our guild found on Amazon. Wow. Yeah, wow is a pretty good word for it. It was quite entertaining, to say the least. <laughs> oh, man. I had to mute my mic because I don't think I've laughed that hard in 10 years. Uh, good times. All right, so here we go. First question for trivia, uh, submitted by Teshkarn. Thank you. Which capital ship would reach its ultimate first if their turn meter only progressed naturally? So no turn meter... Turn... Eh. No turn meter gain, no turn meter reduction at all, and considering maxed capital ships. So which capital ship would reach its ultimate first? Ooh. There you go. Ooh. So we'll uh, we'll write our answers down and I'll ask ask uh, what they oh, are there, Mel. So if you got your answer, then I'll uh, ask you once we all right all. Lock in the final answers here. All right, I've written it down. The problem for me is I only know three. I don't have no nothing about Thrawn, so. All right. If that's the answer, then uh, I'm not going to get it. I am. All right, oh, I have yeah. my answer. I'm not going first this time. <laughs> what do you got, Meow? I'm saying Tarkin. I just went because he's he's offense. All right. How about you? Uh, see you there. What do you got to wink? I went with Mace. All right. If I pulled this into view, you'd see that I also wrote Mace. So we will see what the answer is. If I can get PowerPoint to move. The Chimera. Imagine that. Huh. Interesting. The one... <laughs> The one that I said, I knew nothing about. Very of course, I should have just picked the one I knew nothing about. I guess he does always go before me. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, unless, his, unless they his ship is definitely slower, but he has the advantage of having the one-turn cooldown uh, reduction. So that must make up for the lack of speed. True. Yeah, true. Dude, Mace starts on a 20-turn cooldown. What were you guys thinking? I was thinking, Oh, uh, there's a whoa. reason I don't... I don't, I, I I don't talk was, about ships on the podcast. I thought it was like the longest one to get to. I misunderstood the question. Quit lying to me. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> you just stop that right now. Alright, next question. The following is Chirrut Imwe's As the Force Wills ability. What's wrong with it missing from it? All allies have their current health percentages equalized. Dispel all debuffs from all allies and grant them heal over time for four turns. For each negative effect dispelled. Sorry, let me read that the way it should be. Dispel all debuffs from all allies and grant them heal over time for four turns for each negative effect dispelled. All allies that were not debuffed gain an additional heal over time for three turns. Well, that's a that's a fun question. I, I use him <laughs> in... I, he's gear eight, and I, I use him in territory battles just on the special missions. 
Well, don't feel too bad because I just pulled him out of my arena yesterday after like eight months and I'm still like, what? <laughs> I, I think I have an answer, but it's probably wrong. All right, I have two answers. Well, fine, I'm going to write two, too. Well, yours are going to be wrong, though. <laughs> Probably, but that's okay. This is worth one point, and you'll only be behind me by four, then. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> All right. All right. All right, Meow, what do you got? I, I don't know, but I, I thought there was something involving sharing something with May, with Bayes. Oh! Oh! But Hold I think, on, I think that might be his unique. Whoa, no, 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 Dan, no, this, no, 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 no. You quit erasing, you can't do that. Cheater. Answers are I locked in. I didn't. Cheater. Did we lock them, though? Yeah, come on. We're revealing answers, you <laughs> cheater. Unbelievable. <laughs> you never showed your, okay, fine. I know that, I know what the answer is, but I will not take the point for it. Just because I'm a fair man. I'm showing mine. Yep, oh. there it is, the first one. All right, so... Meow, go ahead. What do you got, Wink? Oh. Wait, Meow, what do you got? Oh, I, 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 said, I said it was something to do I with... I thought you said it. Something to do with oh, okay. bays, and, and I, I thought there was a di an additional status effect for bays. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, for me, I put... Uh, you get tenacity up for characters that aren't debuffed, and that it's three turns instead of four. <laughs> There's... The one I was erasing real quick for was the Tenacity Up, because I'm like, wait a second, we didn't mention Tenacity Up. Oh, yes, and that's one that's of the right. best things about Chirrut. Yep. All right, so, all right, the answers. What are the answers? Non-debuffed allies don't gain an additional hot. They gain tenac Tenacity Up. Tenacity. I'll fix that for you, Deadshot. Oops, that's not how you fix it. <laughs> tenacity Up, there we go. Alright, well, that'll give Wink 8. I'll take it. And I think that the one you're thinking of, Meow, is when... I think when Baze uses his AoE, he calls in Chirrut to attack. Okay. Yeah, as an I think I think those uniques are uh, based on Baze and not Chirrut. I could be wrong, though. Alright. Alright, next question. One point from Teshkarn. True or false? Every faction from Geonosians to droids, from rebels to empire, have at least one character with a leadership ability. Now we really gotta dive deep on the different little uh, groups we have here. So the smallest group? Do we only have three Geonosians? Well, it doesn't... Basically, it's saying there's a whole bunch of, you know, cuts. So you got rebels, droids, Geonosians, Empire, whatever. It's saying that, true or false, every one of those groups has a leader ability inside of it. So... I'm... I, I got a... I got an answer... I've got one as well. Um, I've got one. All right, so what did you guys put? 
you can go right meow if you want. I say I say false because I I think the Geonosians they only have three characters. And uh, Sun, they have five. Sunfac, Geonosian Sun soldier, Sunfac, soldier, Poggle, uh, spy, and uh, but the fifth one or the fifth one's not farmable, right? Uh, now they're all. Yeah, they sh- who is the fifth one? They haven't had a new one in a while, um, but there are five of them. Uh, and and besides, to I know. further make the point, Poggle Poggle has a leader Poggle, ability. Yes. Okay. Oh, there are four. The so there's that five. He has the droid synergy. I know that because I was looking mm-hmm. at his kit today. Um, I am also. Uh, I know that because one of my dark side territory battle teams I used this week was a throwback to olden times for droids because Jawas still are light side, so my droid team was fractured. So I threw a Poggle lead with Geonosian shoulder in with HK IG88 and uh, IG86 because of Poggle's leader. I am. You said false. I also said false, but I have no idea why. Um, I I believe there is a pirate tag that does not have a leader ability, and I believe there's another one that doesn't have a leader ability. Pirate? Is there a pirate tag in the game? I believe so. I think you're making stuff up right now. I don't believe it is. Let me go make sure. <laughs> the answer is on the screen. And we're all we're uh, all wrong, so there's that. No. So the Geonosians do only have four characters in game. There's a fifth one though, and he shows up in in one of the assault battles. I think the yes. I think the Ewok that resistance assault battles. Oh yeah. I know which dude you're talking about. There is a fifth one that's not okay. That's what you meant by non-farmable. I thought you meant like uh, they hadn't been released through the cadence yet or something. Okay. I'm like, who did I miss? <laughs> this legendary Geonosian. <laughs> yeah. you got to unlock him with the four before him. Yeah. So, we all got that one wrong. Uh, Wink, are you still looking for that pirate tag? I, You're going to be looking for a uh, while. Well, I'm trying to find a specific character so that I can check, and I'm not having any luck, so carry on. <laughs> All you gotta do is do go to the character screen and click the drop down, and it'll tell you if there's a pirate tag. Yeah, there there's not one there, but that's beside the point. <laughs> we don't shame here. There's no shame. I'll do it later offline. Uh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I, all right. All right. Okay. Next question. Just for the record, I was thinking of Cup in my head, but yeah, it's not pirate. He is. Uh, he is Galactic Republic, though. Which I didn't know. Yeah. And the thing is, I almost said Galactic Republic was the one without a leader ability, but it's not that they don't have a leader ability for Galactic Republic people. It's There's plenty of Galactic Republic characters with leader abilities. You know? Yeah. So, whatever. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Trivia question number four. Again, from Tesh Karn. Thank you. Which of these factions has the highest percentage of characters with leadership abilities? We're back on this. Jedi, Sith, Bounty Hunters, or Night Sisters? 
Highest percentage. Mm hmm. This is tough, man. Because you gotta. Well, I'm not gonna talk. I'm not gonna talk out my reasoning here to you two. <laughs> I, You're gonna steal the answer. I know what I've done that I'm before. Going with. Oh yeah, that was that. That was amazing. Bleedo rhymes with Bleedo. Good times. Um, <laughs> my my I'm marker ready. is ready. My answer. All right, I got an answer. You're the last one, Wink. You let us know. I'm ready. All right, Meow, what do you got? Bounty Hunter. Oh, just because it's... just because there's only six of them, and I think <laughs> at least two, maybe three, have a leader. That's a pretty good wow. guess. I am going yeah, to... Yeah, I for totally missed out on the percentage of characters. I, I was thinking highest number of characters. Good call. Uh, yeah. I'm like, why would Bounty Hunter even be in there? <laughs> yeah. I am going with Sith. Because... Uh, that is also who I went with. Because I can only... I can think of at least four Sith with a leader ability. Yeah. And I can't... I don't know how many Sith total there are. But... Uh, well, I can think of five, including Darth Nihilus. It seems like every single one of them I can think of besides... Savage Press has a leader ability. Yep, I kind of have the same logic there. All right. I liked your thinking, though, Meow. <laughs> okay. And it was third. Holy smokes. It's not even Sith. It's Night Sister? Seven of nine. Night Sisters is the lowest with 50%. Okay, good. Bounty Hunter is at 67%. Holy so, crap. No. Wow. But Sith is seven. Sith is seven of nine, seventy-eight percent. So there are only two wow. Sith that don't have a leader ability. But Jedi, it's fifteen so, out of nineteen, so seventy-nine percent. Is that Trooper and Assassin that the only ones? I believe so. Yeah, that wow. sounds right. Uh, but I'm looking at the top of the PowerPoint here. It says one point. Both Jedi and Sith worth a point since they are really, really close. <laughs> so, so we both wrote the same I, answer, so I, we can add a point or not. I say we not <laughs> add a point because technically... It, uh, technically we're wrong and technically it doesn't matter in the end. Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah, exactly. All right. Last question. One point for each correct answer, so multiple answers oh, here. Sure. There are four... Yeah. These are the ones where I continue to pull away from you. Oh, there up. are four ladies who are among the fastest tunes in the game. Who are they? Four ladies among the fastest tunes in the game. Who are they? Wink, right Assage. I like how you actually pick a bad answer this time. <laughs> I only did it because I knew it was bad. Um, You're not going to be able to read wow, my answers very well. My marker's dying. I thought you said monitor was dying earlier. I'm like, oh, that's expensive. Oh, yeah, that, that would be very expensive. Jeez, I can only think of one, and I have no idea if it's right. This is actually kind of tough. Yeah, I, I don't even know, man. Uh... 
I'm gonna write Bolito. <laughs> oh man. Is R2 a male uh, or female? Yeah. Uh, good question. <laughs> Jeez, this is... All right, I have two answers. I don't know if they're correct, but... Uh, I got one I'll answer try to get one that more at I'm least. pretty certain is correct, but... Man, I am... I am struggling on the rest of them. Oh, I just thought of another one. This is so hard to read. Um, I'm stuck. I'm stuck on three. Hell, I can't four. Even get we'll three. see if they're uh, right. Um, mine are total guesses, so we'll see how that goes. Mine are not total guesses, but I feel like they're at least moderately oh, educated. I just guesses. thought of one of them. Um. <laughs> um. All right. All right, give me one second. Right. I'm trying to think of something. I, I'm missing someone. I can't think of who it is. Ah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. All right, what do you got, Meow? Okay, so Leia, Rolo, Jin, and Fulcrum are my guests. Damn. But, Jin, but, but, but that's Jin a good, and Jin, good ones. Jin and Leia are yep. for sure in the top six. Yeah, I think Rolo's fast too, but and Fulcrum is a guess. Yep, I put uh, I put Ray and both Leias. Uh, I put Leia and Leia with Ray. <laughs> so, but Jin right. was the one I was trying to think of. I put Ahsoka, so uh, Fulcrum Ahsoka, Night Sister Spirit. I put Mother Talzin just in case because she's a new character. And I put an old character in there because I've never used her and thought maybe she was fast, and that's Ayala. So, but I think the Leia's are right. I think uh, Jin is right. right. Yep. Yeah, so let's see what the answers are. All right, so we got Rey. Yes. Princess Leia, Jin Erso, and Zam Wessel. Wow. R I, I have Rey written down and crossed out. <laughs> I see it there. So that would have given you what? Uh, three points. Three of them. Yeah. Three out of the four. Nice. Damn. You. I think you may have kicked well, our ass tonight. <laughs> so Jin. How'd you do, Wink? Uh, What'd you get? I had Ray and both Leia's, so I got two points on that one, which will take me to ten total. Yeah, I got zero, so tonight was the night you started making your comeback. Yep. 10 to 12. You're only up by 10 to two. 12. I'm within striking distance. Yep. Uh, you are. This is where I start uh, getting uncomfortable again. As you should. As you should. It's all right. We got two more episodes of trivia before this one season ends, so. Yep. No lead is safe. That is true. 
All right, well, we've rolled into over the two-hour mark like we love to do, so I just want to say, Mailbaka, thank you for coming on. It's always fun to have guests on. You have been a lot of fun to hang out with, so we appreciate you coming on. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me, and it was tons of fun. All right, sweet, man. Well, Wink, uh, the last little bits we got here are... Uh, Check us out on Twitter at The Shattered Order. If you are interested in supporting this podcast and the content we put out, head to patreon.com slash shattered order. There are many different uh, ways you can support us there, and we would appreciate any way you choose to do. If you want to join our Discord, no longer do you have to go to our Twitter bio and click the link there. It is still there, but if you go to discord.me slash shattered order, your when you're a browser of choice will take you right to an invite to our server. Yeah. And uh, so leave some reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, send us feedback at the shattered or sorry. Yeah, at the shattered order at gmail.com. Any of those places would be great. And I am so tired now, I'm not making sense. But anyways. Thanks to all the Husky Patrol guys for hanging out with us in chat. We appreciate you. It was fun to read your guys' input while we tried to talk and read at the same time. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Thanks for coming out, guys. We appreciate you, and we will see you next week. Later. Thank you for listening to the Shattered Order podcast. Happy gaming, and may the force be with you.